I sold my soul to the bottom Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was in the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for rhyme or reason Oh, welcome to the last party of the weekend. My name is Chris. Welcome to 10 Drink Minimum. Let me pull everybody back in here. Let's see here. Unmute, unmute. And here we go. Holly Ann is with us. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Nice. Uh, we have James Smiley with us. Hey, guys. Yay. How are you doing, Smiley? fantastic you have your hair out what no i don't oh you don't okay well i lied i'm not looking i'm trying to share i'm trying to share to everybody's uh page here to get uh people to come in so and then uh with us today uh sitting in with us is uh my co-host for what's up abq ryan freeman hey so excited to be on yay welcome thanks are you though excited? I mean, yeah. is, is it a good idea? Uh, well, it may or may not be a good idea. That's yet to be seen, but yeah. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a great idea. Oh, everyone's enthused. Of course, we are. Let me put it on yeah. resume, but yeah. So, Ryan, you, you are my co host on What's Up ABQ. Yeah. You're a published author mm -hmm. and you work for Habitat for Humanity. It's true. And I'm a co-founder of Brawl's podcast. Yeah, too. you sure are. Mm -hmm. So tell uh, tell us why, uh, like, why, what's the what was the beginning of What's Up ABQ? I am not the original co-host. Your sister was. So what 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 made you guys decide to do that show? Yeah, sure. So I had lived in Albuquerque ten years ago, and before that, well, in between there and now, I was living in the Midwest. And so my wife and I moved back a couple years ago, and it's a whole different city. Like, I feel like I didn't know what was going on or where to go, where any of that. And my sister's always just had the snack for knowing cool places to go to. I don't know how she finds them, but she does. And um, so I was sitting in her backyard. We were, we were drinking beers and uh, she's like, Hey, you want to start a podcast? I was like, yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> whatever. But, yeah, whatever. You know, we used to do radio together here 10 years ago and um, used to have a live show on Saturday nights on AM radio that nobody listened to. So it was great. Yeah. It was called Speakeasy. You can't find it anymore. And um, anyway, so she's like, well, what do you want to do it around? I was like, let's, I want to find out what's happening around Albuquerque. And she's, and she's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, you always know these places. Like, let's talk to the owners and the people that work there and stuff. And so we just started reaching out to people. And before we knew it, you know, we were booked out for three months in advance and abused, uh, you know, before COVID. Yeah. Uh, and so we would go record on location and around, you know, around town. And I got to like rediscover my own city. Nice. Yeah, we uh so Holly and Smiley, we we our our show that's coming out Wednesday. We spoke to the mayor of Tejeras. Whoa. <laughs> and and uh, what's that? Yeah, oh yeah, the real one. Yeah. Yeah. 
The mayor. <laughs> you know, they, like if I'd be like wow. be on Tendring minimum, he'd probably be like, mm, yeah, they probably don't. But what's up, ABQ? He totally, totally cool with that. Wow. It was really funny because like, uh, you know, there was a, I was sitting there looking up stuff while I was talking to him. And then there's definitely stuff. We, you know, we, we kept it pretty fluff. He was really nice, but like he won like 118 to like 116. So he won by two votes. Wow. <laughs> and the, uh, the woman he beat, <laughs> the woman he beat was mayor for 20 years. <laughs> so that's uh, there's gotta be some saltiness going on there. Wow. I, I want to see them sit on a show crazy. together. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> and uh it's so funny. No, <laughs> What's up? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna put your glasses on. You're gonna His leave mocking glasses. My mocking glasses. Uh so I mean I guess we have to I guess we have to talk about something that's going on. I mean, this is uh in you know, you you know, Holly's in her house, James is in yeah. his house, but Ryan is in my house. It's true. Uh, lucky. So, what does that? What does that mean? It means you invited Ryan before us. Is what that means? So special. He kind of invited himself. What? Oh, oh, is that how you do that? I could just invite myself. Uh, but uh, well, I, I kept would... dropping in, so I was like, yeah. maybe we'll be on sometime, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what that means though right if ryan is in my house that means he's in studio right so that oh. means ryan gets to do a shot of malort all right let's do it this is very exciting we haven't been able to do this in a while and you know i don't i don't want you to feel like you know alone so no and i've been listening you know i'll, know, I'll for do this about a year now i'll so. do this with you oh so he knows about this right yeah. So, as much as I can. So, Ryan, I want <laughs> you to try to describe what you think you're about to taste. Okay. Um, well, I know you guys mentioned, like, it's all about the aftertaste. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I, what I recall, oily and, yeah. like, with, like, burned rubber and... Yeah. Uh, you you know, do listen. Okay. I do listen. Yes. Yes, I do. I can already taste it in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm Impossible. in Rio Rancho. <laughs> this, this probably wouldn't give you heartburn, Hollyanne. Everything gives me heartburn. I'm surprised I'm able to drink my green tea today. We'll see. Supposedly, that means my baby's gonna have a lot of hair. So we'll see if that's true. Well, how old's how old's Hamster? How old is Hamster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's thirty. He's thirty, and he has a pretty good head of hair. He does. He has really good hair. And I have pretty good hair. Yeah. So, what, is, what is your grandparents like? Um, I don't think any of my grandparents had hair loss. Yeah. And you know what? When I went through chemo, even, I didn't lose very much hair either. Oh, wow. so, yeah. Hey, Ryan's also a cancer survivor. Yeah, I was going to say props to that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, the same. Yeah, did you lose your hair, Ryan? Well, I was like one and a half, so mm. didn't really have a lot of hair to lose. Oh, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. All right, so Ryan. Okay. Are you ready? I as as much as I can be. Do you have? Okay. So I don't want you to do a chaser right away. I want you to like savor it, and then I want you to explain. <laughs> I want you to explain to the audience what you're tasting. Okay. So. All right. All right. So here's to being on the show for the first time. Okay. All right. Cheers. 
Oh yeah, god dang. I'm like sympathy for you. It tastes like it tastes like uh like black sharpie. <laughs> it tastes like black sharpie. Oh, god. And, and or like like you know like those uh those pens that had the smells like the black licorice if you were to eat yeah. that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that's a pretty good that's a pretty good description. It's a very heavy black licorice taste, but like not in a good way at all. No. <laughs> like in the worst way possible. But I feel like you're gonna get a second yeah, yeah you're gonna get a second wave. Yeah. Okay. And it's fine because I feel like <laughs> I don't know. Not in a good way. When I lived in Missouri, like there's really bad stuff there, so I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this wasn't that bad. This wasn't as bad as you as you thought. N- no, I feel like I feel like the oh. the the buildup before I tasted yeah. it to now. I mean, it's not it's not good by any means. No. But don't get me wrong. <laughs> You're the first. You know what I think it actually tastes like? Oh, sorry, Chris. Go for it. I think it actually tastes the way because okay, they're repaving a road Asshole. near my house. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it rem- it tastes the way asphalt like like new asphalt yeah, like, tar. like when you yeah. ride you're driving down the road and you get that you uh-huh. get that taste in your mouth from it it's like yeah. the tongue and like the base of the throat yeah yeah just, like just, yesterday we were nerding out playing pokemon go so we had to drive on the road that they're repaving like a million times and every time i was like oh it tastes like malort it doesn't go away it's no. not going away. Yeah, it's just staying right here. On the tip of the tongue, it's going kind of going away, but down in the base of the yeah. throat, it's like a loogie you can't get rid of. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's funny because like so many people are like, they'll do the shot and they're like right away, they're like, oh, that wasn't bad. And then they're like, but it lingers. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And you try to like the reason why I say it's oily is I remember I yeah. was in the Liars Club in Chicago. Okay. And I had old style and I was putting, drink, taking a swig of old style. Uh, that that should be the commercial. Take a swig old style, and then I whipped it around my mouth, spit it into the sink, and it was still there. Oh, yeah. well, okay. So <laughs> to preface this, when I first moved to Missouri, uh, I was working at the one of the the gas stations with the cheapest uh, c- cigarette prices in the whole country. So everybody and their mom would would go would go across the river from Illinois to this little little place uh the first one across the bridge from quincy and they would get uh aristocrat vodka it was, it was 680 it was a fifth of it, it was 680 with tax and it was like stuff you could do eye surgery with and so Ugh. like the, for me like my malort is 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 aristocrat and so i, I don't think it outdoes in the nasty like really malort sticks around which has yeah. got it's got over aristocrat but aristocrat yeah. is just awful yeah, like I feel like you wake up and there's a spider. Uh, spider's done a web in your mouth, and then a dog crapped in your mouth. That's kind of what it tastes like. Yeah, and you see it, and then go, oh, oh and then it. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> um, this raised some questions for me. I'm kidding. Um, I don't know what any of that tastes like. Like, have you had a spider build a spider web in your mouth? No. While you were sleeping. Not that I know of. I don't know. Maybe. Because that's terrifying. <laughs> I'm gonna have nightmares like, about that. That's like whenever you like reach into you're like you're like wow, there's a lot of waxy buildup in my ear, and you you go to grab it out, and it's a bug. You're like, oh, what what is it? There's some stat like in someone's average lifetime they eat three spiders. Something like, like yeah, because they crawl in your mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. I don't know if that's true. Well, those filthy bastards. What's that, Smiley? If they're gonna climb my mouth, I'm gonna eat them. 
Yeah. I mean, that's it's just protein. Hey, that's know. fair. They did it. It's yeah. their fault. <laughs> yeah. It's like you did I it. Sleep all the time. I put food next to my bed so I remember to eat while I'm asleep. Wow. Uh, so we have a couple of big things I wanted to really talk about today. And these are of utmost importance. This is, you know, very serious topics. Very, very serious topics. So they announced, I don't know if you saw this, they announced the nominations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So things that I, I hate but can't not watch is like when they go the top 100 songs of rock and roll songs of all time. And I'm like, Oh, I've got to watch this and I'll watch every episode. And then I'll be like jumping Jack flash. Number one, who the fuck? Like, who do you think you are? First of all, that's not even the best rolling. You know, like flip out, you know, all that shit. Right. <laughs> so I heard the nominees for the rock and roll hall of fame. And I'm kind of astounded by two of the, two of the nominations. Like in a good way or in a bad way? Well, in a in a shocked way. And I'll, okay. I'll let me let me tell you the nominations and then you tell me which two I which two you think I'm talking about and why. Because I feel like they kind of maybe even three. Actually, there's three. Sorry. Three that okay. kind of stick out to me. Okay. So the nominations for this year, this isn't for sure. These are just the people that are nominated. So in order to be nominated, you have to have it has to be 25 years from your first commercial release. So, you know, also you're going to feel you might feel old after I name some of these. <laughs> so the first one is Mary J. Blige. The okay. second one is Kate Bush. The, I'm sorry, four, four people. Uh, the third is Devo. The then the Foo Fighters. Already? Then the Go-Go's. Iron Maiden. Wait, did you say the Foo Fighters? I said the Foo Fighters. Already? Yep. Now you feel okay. old, don't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Iron Maiden, Jay-Z, Shaka Khan, Carol King, Fila Kuti. I, I hope I'm saying that right. LL Cool J. The New York Dolls. Rage Against the Machine. Todd Rundgren. Tina Turner and Dion Warwick. Now, who do you think I'm shocked by? I don't know. I'm still getting over the shock of a couple of the bands. Like Rage I really Machine feel old. <laughs> Those two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who you're. Yeah. Who you're shocked about? Uh, also, Jay Z getting out. I'm, I'm just. I feel old. Um. I don't know who you would be shocked about. Yeah. Because I don't know if you're shocked, like shocked that they're they're not already in there, or if you're shocked, like why the fuck are these people gonna be in the you you rock had and roll it right thing? you had it right the first time. How in the fuck is Iron <laughs> Maiden not in the rock and yeah, roll? Okay, they've been That's... snubbed. Now they've been snubbed seventeen times. What? <laughs> yeah. Why though? And. Also, Tina Turner. Holy Tina shit. Turner. That's yeah. me out. I was like, how well, she's yeah. not how is she not already in there? Oh, I mean, you know, Dion Warwick, okay, maybe. Um I mean, I'm a little shocked she's not in there yet yeah, either. Evo, I was kind of shocked a little, but I mean Iron Maiden, dude. Iron Maiden I mean, still goes, man. They're still going. They're like they sell out. Like if they play so this summer, if COVID's all gone, then yeah. Iron Maiden's there. 
Isleta Pavilion sold out. Yeah. Well, and let me put it to you this way. My four-year-old bonus kid, mm-hmm. she can sing some Iron Maiden songs probably because I'm her stepmom, but still, yeah, they're relevant still. Yeah. And I mean, dude, when you think of rock and roll from the 80s metal, Iron it's like it's like it's like Metallica, it's like Motley Crue. I think Iron Maiden is like at the top. Yeah. But Seven, like wait, how, go ahead. How do they how do they like determine who's in the running? I, I don't know. So like I said, you have to be 25 years. Okay. Uh, so they're they were, you know, they were eligible. Okay. They've been eligible apparently for quite some time. Yeah. They were snubbed 17 times. Uh, to be eligible for nomination, an individual artist or band must have released its first commercial recording at least 25 years prior to the year of nomination. But who oh. votes on it? Yeah, who who actually picks uh, it? Yeah. A bunch of old people. I mean, that's no, not I, I think now it's actually, well, so they won't get in because it's like, you know, I think voted on by the fans now. Okay. But let me, let's see. Also, uh, seven out of the 16 nominees are on the ballot for the first time, including Foo Fighters, the Go-Go's. How are the Go-Go's just now first time on? Yeah. Right. Uh, They're no, it says Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Oh, Iron Maiden. This is their first time on. They've been snubbed for the list. Wow, that makes it worse. So this is the first time they're they're being nominated. How the fuck? Hmm. Mm. Mm. Okay. Here's. Let's see. I'm trying to find out how. Uh... Like now, I'm just kind of starting to question the validity of the Rock and Roll, Roll Hall of Fame. Oh. Unless, hold on, hear uh-huh. me out here. Just okay. playing devil's advocate. Unless they decided to honor people who, like, were influential before the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was a thing, so they have like a backlog. I mean, Dion. And then Iron Maiden just hasn't made it on the list yet. Well, I mean, you know, Pearl Jam's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, never mind. Yep, definitely questioning the validity of. I mean, so the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame offers fans the opportunity to participate in the induction selection process with the fan vote. Uh, doesn't really say other than that. Let's see. Just to be clear, I love Pearl Jam. I'm just saying, like, I am meeting people who are like involved in the music industry and there's politics going on or you know, yeah. whatever, then yeah, yeah. makes sense. Let's see, Rock. Uh, I'm, I'm looking this up. We got to find this out because, like, how the hell is Tina Turner and Not- I mean, yeah. dude, Tina Turner's like fucking dude. Ike and Tina, Proud Mary, dude. We don't yeah. need a hero. Fucking Tina. Rolling Turner. down the rolling down the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, artists are inducted at uh, an annual induction. Stamp. All the things Tina Turner had to go through just being Tina Turner. Right. By the way, also. Mad Max. <laughs> Uh, generally, the number of in- inductees ranges from about a half dozen to a dozen. Uh, virtually all living inductees have attended the ceremonies. I'm trying to find out how they're voted on, though. Now, how do I get on that committee? I feel like... Isn't it? Yeah. How? Like, how? How is... Dude, I remember Iron Maiden. Like, I knew who Iron Maiden was before I heard their music. Yeah. And they didn't have music videos. They never did music videos until, like, way later. And, yeah. you know, every, every like, young male in the 80s had a Eddie poster on his wall. I mean, how the fuck? You know, that's crazy. Well, I mean, I, I'm just gonna put it to you this way: like, it's probably a lot like the, um, the, like TV and film critics, the what is it, the BFCA or whatever? Yeah. 
the American Chris. So let me just tell you that my idiot ex-boyfriend that we all hate, he's an actual like <laughs> critic. Like he's on, he votes for the critic, like the critic awards or whatever. Well, that, that award's trash now. <laughs> like <laughs> what a what a sack of trash award that is. Just kidding. I mean, no, I don't know. Yeah. Well, like, you know, so if this like mysterious panel is a certain set of people, you know, yeah. like well, then it makes sense that they kind of like in crowd who they want, who they don't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. So to me, I was just like, how is Tina turn like Devo? Like I can honestly like I you know, there's a lot of people that love Devo. I think Devo is fine. But like, I'm not, you know, I'm sh at some point, should they get in? Yes. I mean, I, I love Devo, but when I well, think rock and roll, I don't yeah. think Devo. Well, you also probably don't think Mary J. Blige or Jay-Z either, but, you know, yeah. or, or LL Cool. How is LL Cool J not in there? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mama said, knock you out. Come on. That's the best. Great. Going I back a comedian cry using a mama said knock you out reference. Yeah. One of my favorite memories of all I mean, time ever. Let's be honest. The New York Dolls. How the hell are the New York Dolls? Yeah. In there? You talk yeah, about that. Was, you know, that's a shocker. They weren't, they weren't pro prolific, but yeah. I mean. Well. They I were would, not I, prolific I, either. I mean, it says influential. I definitely think the New York Dolls were influential, you know. I mean, yeah. Influential as hell, yeah. Is Buster Poindexter in the Hall of Fame? I mean. So the definition is not kind of loose then. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're playing just fast and loose with yeah. who they think is yeah. worthy. Now, now, here's where you're going to get mad probably. What if, what if Shaka Khan gets in there, but not Tina Turner? I mean, isn't that some fucking shit right there? Well, I mean, I feel like Shaka Khan deserves to be in there too. Well, some point, but name one song Shaka Khan did. I can't. Damn you. Uh, huh? <laughs> what? You know, James knows. No, I, mean, I said, damn you. I can't think of one. Right. I know, but I like, I I mean. Yeah, I'm just saying like over Tina. Like, yeah, I would be pissed if like Shaka Khan, that'd be like somebody picking Charo over Tina Turner. That's Hey, hey, hey. Charles is one of the greatest guitarists that's ever lived. Hey, I'm not saying that she's not great, but, you know, she's Charo. I remember when I was growing up, right? Like, I only knew Charo from, like, Love Boat and shit like that. Yeah. You know, and she would be, she would go, come on and she'd be like, Gucci, Gucci. And she'd do that little, like, that That was, like, her, like, catchphrase. Yeah. And then as an adult, I was like, someone was like, yeah, you know, Charo's, like, one of the greatest guitarists, like, in the world, right? And I was like, bullshit. And, like, I looked it up on YouTube and she is fucking amazing. But, like, I was like, how did I never know what Charo really did, you know? Well, see, but that's what I'm saying is, like, Shaka Khan is, like, you know, she might be great, but we, we can't name anything she's done. I can't, well, you know, Charo's, I mean, like, in the same boat. She's a very talented, lovely woman. I just, you know. Yeah. But now, say Jay-Z gets in over Tina Turner. I'm like, okay. I mean, Jay-Z's pretty, you know. I feel like I'd still be pretty mad about that. Yeah. Yeah. So, question because it yeah. seems like you, you guys know more about this than, than I do, most likely. Is there another like any comparison to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, oh. is there another like like what does it only have to be them? Uh, what do you mean? So, like, is there like I know it's an honor and everything, but mm -hmm. like it 
is there another Hall of Fame? No, like I mean, this? there's like the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the. But I think this is like it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like the thing. The thing. What, what's always odd to me is like so they've never done like any kind of like um you know say hey you know because like everybody's like jay-z's not a rock and roller you know uh and it's like okay but like they don't have a separate because like run dmc is in there uh beastie boys are in there and uh ryan's gotta go you gotta oh he's gotta got a beer uh oh. <laughs> he's gotta grab beer. i thought i heard his phone or something but uh I'm There's totally no, like, dumb, but you know, I'm just gonna walk off now. Yeah. There's no there's no rap hall of fame. You know, that's what if you're asking that. Okay. So they consider it's weird, they consider the umbrella of rock and roll like to to take rap as well. I guess because of that one run DMC song. That's the only reason I can think of. Oh. <laughs> walk this way. Yes. It was uh, so like, like merge the two genres for the first time. Yeah. Uh, or hip hop hall of fame, I guess. So I don't know. I guess there is a hip hop hall of fame. Okay. <laughs> Never I could have sworn there was. But why then? Then why is there? You know, why are they? You know, they doing their own thing. And where is that located? Yeah, I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> you know, you know where the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is located, right? Uh, Detroit. Nope. Tennessee. No, that's nope. Grass. Is it in Texas? Nope. Cleveland, man. Uh, Cleveland. Oh, Rock City. Yeah. I don't know why I said Detroit. I thought it was Detroit Rock City because I'm dumb. No, there is Detroit Rock City, but. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, the official Hip Hop Hall of Fame Museum offices are currently headquartered in Harlem, New York City. Oh, I'm okay. kind of like that. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, sure. Unless you're West Coast. <laughs> You know what, Christopher? Coast bias, yo. Hey, <laughs> I grew up. In I think they've come together now. I don't know about that. <laughs> I think like Snoop Dogg and Eminem are like battling it out. What? Yeah. Why is Eminem like battling people all the time? They're beefing. They're having a beef, and it's like, what is you know, Snoop Dogg is like, he's like fifty something years old now. It's like also, you know, I feel like he's like Switzerland. Like he hangs out with Martha Stewart and makes cookies, say, right? That show, yeah. that show fucking rules, I gotta tell you. It does. That's a good segue into the next thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, perfect. So I think, I think, and you can, you can, and I tweeted, I tweeted this today and nobody responded. Now, if you guys agree with me, I think this show was way ahead of its time. I think it's, you know, it's kind of like G4, where I think G4 is coming back and I think it's gonna be perfect. I think we need to see, and I watched some of it today. I think they need to bring back the surreal life. And yes. we, we need it again. Yes. I feel like these days we kind of live in the surreal life. <laughs> James so. Smiley, like, I don't know what the surreal life is. Didn't we say this last week, though? Yeah, but like I want to talk about... So, James, the surreal life was a TV show on... I think it started out on the WB, and then it moved to VH1, and they would bring in these B-list celebrities, and they lived together in a house. Well, like washed up people. Oh, yeah, like MC Hammer and Corey Feldman were on the first season. Yeah. Now, okay, then they have the guy from the Brady Bunch on that. Yes. Right? yes. And then he got so, married. Yeah. Yeah. So well, no, they, they had a date. They had a show. One, him and one of the women, Adrian Curry. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she was uh, America's Next Top Model, and she was 
on this real life and they they hit it off and they started dating and they had a show where they were like oh, like, like they were trying to get married yeah, yeah. i think they did get married yeah well, yeah, I they remember did. That. And then they got divorced. It was fun. Yeah, and Brandon says Vern Troyer peeing in the weight room. Yeah. Classic. Rest in peace, Mini-Me. Very true. So now, if they bring back for a season seven, they do a surreal life, who would you want to see oh, on it? You know? I have a list. Oh. I have a list. Because yeah. you know I still love reality shows. Yeah. So... I mean, James, you can throw people in there. I mean, because it's such a eclectic thing. I mean, just think of like washed up people mm -hmm. that you might be interested to know yeah. how they're doing. I want. I. I would. I would like to see Rick Astley. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and surreal uh, life also where Flava Flav, uh, according to Brandon Smith, surreal life is also where Brigitte Nielsen met Flava Flav. That's true. Creating um, flavor of love. I think Rick Astley would pair well with ex Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Orange County. Okay. Beverly Hills. It was Beverly Hills. Uh, Brandy Glanville, whose husband left her for Leanne Rhymes. Oh, okay. Ooh. Um, and maybe her and Rick Astley would hit it off. Okay. Then <laughs> let's also throw in uh how about Melanie Griffith? Just random. Yeah, okay. Always random like that. Or I think it is. Very oh, you know who would be perfect? Sarah Palin. Because they had I know, but they I know, <laughs> but they had on they I had, could go uh, the rest of my life without hearing that woman's voice ever oh, again. Okay. <laughs> but the reason why I throw I say her. Is because in season two they had Tammy Faye Baker, and I was like the same. I was like, "Oh, I don't want to see Tammy Faye Baker." And then like I loved her; like she was one of my favorite people. You know what? I find Tammy Faye Baker to, to be one of the most interesting. Oh, Jay Cutler would be great. Jay Cutler. Would be I find great. Tammy Faye Baker to be one of the most interesting human beings. I watched a documentary about her and got a whole different perspective, right, on her and her not her not using waterproof mascara for some reason wow um <laughs> she was always crying and it was just oh yeah the mascara would pour <laughs> got but I, tammy Faye baker just seems likable whereas sarah palin just okay you like maybe stormy daniels Ooh, okay. that's a good one that is a good one Ooh, stormy daniels and sarah palin in the same house yeah yeah there you go I feel like just about anybody from like five years ago on like a Super Bowl commercial, right? Is very okay. yeah. well. Who would be the volatile person that's like fighting and like the Vanilla Ice always pissed off? Oh, um, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, oh, he might do it. <laughs> oh, he's so cute though. He's on TikTok and he calls people donut, and I love it so I, much. I always like when he calls people donkey. Oh yeah, donkey. Come here, come here, donkey. I love it. Um. Uh, Maybe Gordon Ramsay, or maybe um, I'm trying to think of like. You know, I I, I hate I hate to say the name because I know yeah. it's gonna be like a rest in peace moment, but Anthony Bourdain. Mm. He's not watching yeah. it by any means. Well, yeah, but, but you he, know, he can't be on it. Right I, know. Now. I know. Um, let's see. Who would be volatile? Like, oh, what about that guy? Who's that guy that ratted out a bunch of people? What's his name? Six nine or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Takashi six six nine. I don't know how to say his name. 
yeah. I don't, I'm too old to say his name, but mm-hmm. I feel like if he was on that show, oh, he would what? beat people up. Yeah. What about maybe uh, Eminem? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what about uh, um, Carrot Top? <laughs> just just let some things go. You know, Dude, Carrot Top's. Carrot Top does a show in Vegas, and he is he is so wealthy. He he's very rich. I have respect for him on a professional level, but heard a story. Let's not make his head even bigger. Heard a story <laughs> that he can't have sex unless he has more than one woman. Carrot like, Top. Mm-hmm. He's worth seventy million dollars. <laughs> he's probably just bored. Yeah. Right. You know, when you have that much money. You probably just. Do whatever you want. All that plastic surgery he got in his face, though, like, you probably can't tell if he's mad or not. Yeah. And I heard that he roid rages. And I, I can't tell you where I heard that from. But that, I heard that he goes on roid rage. And that's what we need. We need So that. he's perfect for surreal life. Yeah. He uh, was on Wife Swap one time. He, he had a wife? No, he had a girlfriend. Oh. And he was an asshole. Brandon Smith has all that money and still no soul. True. Yes, truly. <laughs> He's just kind of a dick. Oh, you know who? Uh, either Trey Parker or Matt Stone. One of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. Because you'd be like, I don't know what they're like. And then you're like, they're actually pretty nice. <laughs> you know. Um, Are they? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I have no idea. But you know. Have you guys ever seen that, that documentary, uh, Six Days to Air or Seven Days to Air? have yeah i didn't realize bill Hader was a writer for snl mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's great oh, um leslie jones oh my god <laughs> i i want that to happen because i want to see what she's like living in a house but also i don't want her to be washed up because god i love her so yeah. much and they're not always washed up I don't know. I mean, I feel like I mean, you're right. They kind of have to be washed up, right? Like if you're agreeing to live in a house with, you know, not knowing who else is going to live there, I feel like. Okay. What about uh, was it the uh, the original host of uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, Ruben? Oh, I thought the original was Regis Philbin. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Regis Philbin. Oh, he passed away. Did he? Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know this year. Uh huh. Um, what was in 2020? That makes me. What so- about Drew Carey, who now hosts The Price Is Right? Uh, he's too. He's too rich. That guy's rich as hell. Yeah. Oh. What would- um. What if we did a surreal life, but people who are super rich, like Carrot Top oh, and Drew Carey? Oh, gee. and I thought Carrot uh, rich. Drew Carey is fucking rich. But yeah. like. Don't give them access to their money. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they have to live like poor people. Right. They have to eat ramen and they have to cook things themselves. They have to wipe their own butt. Yeah, wipe their own butt. (laughs) That's way real hard for some of them. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Are there people that are so rich, like in America, that are not wiping their own butt? Well, I think so. I mean, you know. When, when, what level? At what level? Actually, of- I think it's not so much that there's rich people. I think that it's that we have such poor people wow. that they might agree to wipe a rich person's butt. I, I mean, how much? How? Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to change my question because I ask how rich do you have to be to get your butt butt wiped. But I mean, like, I'm going to actually say this: what's the what's the yearly salary? That they're gonna pay you, where you're like, um, yeah, I'll wipe the shit out of your butt. It depends who it is. 
What do you mean? So let's see. Okay. Hmm. Jeff, we ask the real question. Jeff, Jeff Bezos is offering you oh. $80,000 a year to work, no. but no. no? It would have to be a whole hell of a lot more for I'm Jeff Bezos. $100,000. No. No. Okay. It would have to be like $500,000 for Jeff Bezos, if not more, like a million dollars a year. Yeah. That's okay. nothing to him. No. That's a that's an hour. <laughs> so you would have to do it. Yeah, right. Ryan Gosling wants to hire you to wipe his butt. And he's offering $70,000 a year. Hell yeah. Huh. <laughs> you know, like, he seems wipe nice. His butt. What's that? Did you say wipe his butt or wax his butt? Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, answer is the same. Yeah. <laughs> But you have to rip the wax off with your mouth. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Seventy thousand, you said? Yeah, yeah. So wait, but what about you, Chris? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, Ryan Gosling wants to pay me seventy thousand dollars to wipe his butt. No. Okay. Wouldn't do it. What about what about Jeff Bezos wants to give you a million dollars to wipe his butt? I'd wipe his butt. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, but for a year, I mean. Yeah, I get a million dollars for one year if I wipe his butt when he needs it wiped. I could suck that. I, I just, I think it would have to be at least a million dollars from Jeff Bezos. Dude, okay. So I worked on a farm where you would, you know, when you, we would brand cattle, you'd go to yeah. run up in the chute and they would spray diarrhea all over your body. It would yeah. get in my mouth. It would get all, all, the, time. Yeah. all the time. So if I got a million dollars to not be that gross, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know what Jeff. He might just walk in the bathroom, bend over, and spray everywhere. I don't know. I don't know what Jeff Bezos is doing. He seems kind of heartless. I don't, so. I don't know what his diet. I don't know what his diet consists of. Could just be Fritos. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if like Jeff Bezos goes into our surreal house full of rich people and his diet is just Fritos? <laughs> Fritos. And he's upset because he can't eat Fritos. You say and make sure they remove all the Fritos. Yeah. Yeah. Fritos and bean dip. That's all he eats. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. <laughs> Can you imagine? Don't get me started on Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and, it, and it has to be Frito-Lay bean dip. He, he's specific. I'm an author and like 99.999 repeating independent authors hate Jeff Bezos. Yeah. So I think our whole, I think everybody should hate Jeff Bezos. He's I'm, just, yeah. he's ungodly rich and treats people like crap. I just, I don't. Well, I want to hate him just because he kept working. Like you, you have the most money in the world. You have more money. You have, you, you've made it. You made it to the end. Like that's the goal in life is to make so much money. You don't have to work anymore. He, and he did it. And then he's like, I'm still going to work. And it's like, fuck you for that. That's how I feel. Yeah. I once tweeted him. I was like, you should do a, a reality show where you have to try to spend $1 billion in a month and film it. And then you could put it on Amazon Prime. Can you can you donate it to like charity? No, you have oh. to just buy shit. Oh, I was gonna say like if I could be charitable and buy a bunch of crap, mm -hmm. I could spend a billion dollars pretty quick. Yeah, because but mean, if I had to just buy stupid crap, I feel like I would run out of things. Right? How tough? Be, right? Not if you buy big things. Like think of like small countries and stuff. Well, right. 
You have to buy yeah, some highlands. Just you know? saying, you know. Some highlands. Yeah. I could just buy a really poor country and make their lives better. <laughs> That'd be or, easy. Or worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or worse. Everyone. I'm accidentally, I might do that. Could you imagine? <laughs> he comes into some poor country and he's like, none of you had uh, <laughs> indoor toilets. And not only do you now have indoor toilets, they're all gold, you know? And they're like, oh. So you're saying the reality show would be Jeff Bezos would have to spend a billion dollars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood what you're saying. No, he would have to spend a billion of his own money. He probably does that in a day. Uh, that's tough. A billion dollars. I feel like a billion dollars to him is a drop in the bucket. To make, not spend. Or like, what if, like, I don't know, you he made like a like a hotel on the moon or something. Yeah, but yeah. Okay. it has to be. You have to buy stuff. You can't. You can't like hire someone to build something that. Oh, okay. You have oh. to purchase stuff. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Because okay. you, you could sit there and be like, yeah, I'm going to start okay. a project. It's going to cost a billion dollars yeah, to be made. But know. like, I, it has to be something tangible that at the end of the month, he's like, there it is. I bought all the, I bought mm-hmm. all these things. And they go through. Yeah. So, what, what are like the most expensive things like the, that one person could actually buy? Like, I don't know. That, like items. Mm-hmm. Like a yacht. He yacht. Has- yeah. But I mean, like, jewelry, yacht, oh. cars. I mean, you could buy. You know, I, I bet you there's a whole like, like, echelon of people that are mm-hmm. like, oh yes, of course, it's this, this, and this. Yeah. You know, and we don't even know about it. Yeah. Whereas I can't even imagine like. Yeah. I bet you could buy six yachts for a billion dollars. Right. Oh, a six? I bet you could buy you know one billion McChickens. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's what one billion dollars is nine hundred ninety-nine million dollars with a dollar added to it, right? That's- so much money. Imagine in 30 days you have to buy enough stuff to spend all that money. I mean, no. you can buy a car, but is there a car that costs more than a million dollars? I don't think so. I mean, a McLaren F1. You know, I bet you if you went to like, well, if you could find like the richest like neighborhood yeah. in America and then buy all the houses. Houses yeah. could go quick. If they would sell them. Yeah. But I mean, if you're offering. They in a month, that'd be quick. You know. It, it, but you'd have to like make some stipulations. Like it'd have to appraise. You couldn't like offer someone a billion dollars for a car. It'd have you'd have to pay them for what it appraises for. Oh, okay, all right. All you, know, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and how many twenty piece nuggets is that? That's a lot that's of. That's, 20, the real, that's the real question. You're gonna Let's do the out. math on that. How many twenty piece nuggets? I don't want to do right. that. Well, how much are the twenty piece nuggets again? They're five dollars. Which states right. tax? Yeah. So. One billion dollars. One billion dollars. <laughs> Divided by. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a lot of houses. You know I mean? That's that's that could be a thing. I mean, the the most expensive meal I ever bought was like six hundred dollars. So holy fuck what? meal was what that? did you buy? What was it breaded in gold? Yeah. No, it was just a nice restaurant. What oh what restaurant was this? We we have lots of questions now. Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I was on a date. It was the I picked it basically. I just picked it up off of the internet. I was in uh, California. I think you made this up, James. Just no way. No. Well, in California, I mean. Okay, that's true. Were you in Beverly Hills? No, I was in SoCal. Um, no, I was in. Oh, um, yeah, that's pretty Ocean easy Beach. to do in SoCal. I want to be. <laughs> I want to be wealthy enough. California. I want to be wealthy enough where I go to one of those restaurants. And they don't let you order; they just make you food. <laughs> They're all. And you just come sit down and just sit down. I'll make you the food, you know. And you're like, oh, okay, okay, well, guys. Mm. 
So, so a billion dollars worth of McChicken, or not McChicken, um, 20 piece nuggets is 200,000 20 piece nuggets. God dang. 200,000. That's now nugget, we know. That's nugget night for days. That's, you know what? That would make, that would be the best nugget night. Yeah. That would mean there was enough people to eat 200,000 chicken nuggets. Okay, so we've got to explain to Ryan what nugget that is. <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck nugget that is. Tell me. So, Brandon so, Smith, it's in the chat. He's a bartender at Founders, which is the speakeasy that's below the El Rey liquor store. Mm-hmm. And Holly Ann hosts an open mic there whenever COVID's yeah. not destroying our lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and- uh, Go ahead. They they call Royal and I nuggets. Well, we all call each other nugget. Yeah, I was like, I'm a nut too. And Chris is a nugget. Um, people we like are nuggets. I it's guess I have a kitten now named Nugget. It's a big deal to I all of us. Victoria. Victoria started it, right? Yeah, Victoria started it. She's like, what's and so, huh? She's like, what's up, my nuggets? Yeah, and uh, so then. Chris, aren't you the one that started the like we should eat nuggets on nugget yeah. night? So every <laughs> once in a while, not every not every Monday, because our Holly Ann's uh, uh, open mic is on Mondays. So not every one, but like randomly, we would do nugget night on a, one of the Mondays. Yeah, and it, I think it was me, Brandon, and Victoria. One night we were you know drinking and talking. And we're like, I should do real nuggets. <laughs> so. We started like every like maybe once a month doing one of them nugget night. Yeah. And and then some of the comedians would get mad if yeah. it wasn't nugget night. Yeah. They would be like, oh, I came in. Where's the fucking nugget? So, no, because uh, you have to understand comedians are poor. So, you know. And so uh, <laughs> if it was nugget night, like Brandon and Victoria, they would buy like they would pitch in and buy like four 20 pieces. And then yeah. I would pitch in and buy four 20 pieces. And so you would come in and the bar would have 20 piece nugget boxes down the bar. <laughs> and just a bunch of sauces. And then just everywhere. everywhere. And like new people would come in and they'd be like, the fuck is going on? And it, like we, what I always love about it is like we took founders, which is like a classy looking cocktail lounge, craft cocktails. And we just ghettoed that fucker out constantly. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we'd have nugget nights, and then I'm over there doing flights of Natty Light seltzers, you know, and then they're like, what the Eating fuck? Big League Chew. Big League Chew. We're like, ah. Oh, I miss Founders now. Mm. But that's nugget night, so. Well, no, I'm all sad because, you know, COVID. I'm like, yeah, it'll be huh? back. We'll have it again. I'm looking forward to it. Nugget I- night. Still not enough nuggets for us, he said. No, oh, yeah. Never. It, uh, oh, there yeah, was one right one night we had uh, chilled 40 ounces. <laughs> down there. Uh, <laughs> shit, right? Because I'm sitting at the bar and there's like a 40 ounce of Bud, Bud Light in a in a bucket of ice. And then it, and then I'm like, I'm taking it out and pouring it in a glass. And people are coming down. You know, they're all dressed really nice. They have their dates. And people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh. We had that's hilarious. People are like, "Why do you like this founder so much?" I'm like, "Cause it's amazing. Cause they let they it let us, they let us do whatever they want." <laughs> Hamster and I basically had, like had our first, I guess, kind of date. 
in Founders. And I don't know if I've told you guys this story, but he was trying to impress me. He like came to my comedy show after like avoiding me and being like, I don't want a relationship. And anyway, we decided we're going to get together. And he's like, oh, can I take you to this amazing place that I know? (laughs) And I'm like, sure. And I didn't want to be like a jerk and be like, oh, yeah, I already know that place. (laughs) And this is before the... (laughs) this was before the open mic too uh had started there but we go down there and brandon was just like oh my god holly hi how's it going and hamster's like oh son of a bitch he thought he was gonna impress me by knowing there's a speakeasy down there (laughs) that's cute it's very cute that is i love that though and uh i love that man i miss that place so much and like every time I would go down there to like see Brandon or or uh, Josh, like I'd go yeah. down there and I, or Victoria, always somebody that was like next to me that was like, "I'm gonna talk to you. We're gonna be friends." And I'm like, and I was always like, "No." There was they were never. It was never like somebody that you wanted to be friends with. I don't know. Very odd, but you know what? I have to say after listening for for a year to you guys, I I made a point to. Go to El Rey. That, that's where I get my beer now. Oh, nice. Yeah. El Rey. Yeah. So if you ever see an '86 Mustang convertible outside, that's me. Dang. Yep. Nice. I still get. Yeah, I still got my drink. I get my drink on there. Mm-hmm. Support. Got to support. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you when you walk I mean, in, if, yeah, go ahead. I might go get myself since I'm not drinking. The next time I'm in the downtown area, I might go get myself one of those Snickers, uh, chocolate milk things. Oh yeah, they have that stuff. Mm-hmm. Brandon. Yeah posted it the other day he like posted on a story and now i can't stop thinking about it and i don't think i can get it anywhere but there they have those they have a twig they have the twix ones mm. um they have arizona iced tea they have those one dollar ones they have, they have all kinds of stuff so ryan when you go in there mm-hmm. you you see that walk-in refrigerator right yeah that's not a walk-in no, I know, I know, oh, yeah. because I'm listening to you, and then Lindsay yeah. knew about it, of course. <laughs> and, uh, I was there once, and a couple, again, like you said, like was dressed up all nice, and, and like they had their little password, and, and yeah. Oh, yeah, man, yeah, I've, yeah. It, it, it's been interesting, like that that place. We, you know, we've we've had a lot of fun there, man. I, I got to tell you, when it opened up, and I, and I guess like they've done a lot of work to it. Okay, so. It, it always cracks me up. Uh, they have every flavor of <laughs> yeah. Doritos. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, Buck was telling me that the the room that they call the cocaine room, they finished it. It's or it's or it's done, and so they have, it's bigger. So apparently, the the founders is bigger now. Well, whenever whenever like it's safe to go out or whatever, yeah. I totally want to go because I haven't oh, I, haven't, I haven't been to founders yet. So. Oh, jeez. Oh yeah, I uh, I miss it. I miss. Very much. I hope that we get vaccinated and we're we're ready to go by the summer so we can do inside out again. I, miss I know. Me too. Um, uh, I no, I want nothing more than for Brandon and Victoria to make fun of me uh, waddling <laughs> to the stage. But like this is this is what I'm talking about. I was gone from Albuquerque for ten years, yeah. and I love this town. And, and I come back, and I you know I don't know where all these these places are. I have about a year, mm-hmm. you know, and I start relearning everything. But then, stupid mm. COVID. Uh, you know? yeah. I'll you tease. Know? I'll tease this for the second hour, but I definitely have some, uh, some. Uh, ooh, who's who's? Is anybody listening? Is anybody? I have some cheese. Ma- some cheese may. Cheese may. May or may not be true, but I, I have rumor. I have I've heard rumors 
for the downtown area. Not good. Not good. Oh, not good. Some oh. some good, some bad. Mm. Some good, some bad. Some true, okay. some not. So I don't know. I mean, maybe true. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so Ryan, you know, we have what's up, ABQ. People mm-hmm. can definitely go and find yeah. that where it's where it's down, you know, we download podcasts, mm-hmm. we're all over the place. Um, where can people find your your books? Oh, yeah, sure. So, you know, all online and then uh here in town, uh, I'm at Castle. Uh, I am at Tideaway Books, and they're amazing people. And if you're looking for a cat, they always have cats you can adopt there. Uh, and then I'm at I'm basically at every indie bookstore except for uh, page one because they're really hard to get into. Yeah, for indie authors. So yeah, but I'm I'm everywhere. And I so if you like high fantasy, that's what I write. Mm. So and also I'm at uh, ryanpfreeman.com. So you say nice. I, I do. Okay. Uh, James, what, uh, what, what do you got to promote? Anything? Um, nothing new. Uh, all the usuals you, uh, can see me on uh, midnight Texas or the brave or, um, I don't know. Those things on NBC and then after on Netflix, uh, daybreak was a great one. It was great. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Much fun. And then uh, on uh, HBO Max is streaming uh, Snatchers, which I was into. Okay. Nice. Uh, Holly Ann, what do you got? Uh, Obviously, because of COVID, I have nothing to really promote because Mm -hmm. we can't do comedy. But you can follow me on Instagram uh, at Hollybird Comedy. because I'm pregnant, I'm not pouring resin right now. So, mm. um, but I do have a couple of pieces still up on Etsy, so you can check that out. And I'm on Instagram as Holly's Tiny Things, and I'm on Etsy as Holly's Tiny Things. Nice. So, um, also, if you play Pokemon Go, reach out to me with your trainer code. I so, do. That's still a yeah, thing. We need to be friends. I didn't know that was still a thing. It it's a thing. Oh, okay. There was a, I'll talk about it in the second hour, but okay. there was an event yesterday. So. Oh, okay. Uh, we, you know, I'm part of this show, uh, Tindrick Minimum. We're live most Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, we have all of, uh, we're, we're live on Facebook, we're live on YouTube, we're live on something called Twitch, which I wanted to get back into because of the G4 thing. So if you're, you're a Twitch user, find us on Twitch and, uh, smash that like and subscribe as billy used to say uh we're on pretty much all the good social media i uh i uh have now been added to clubhouse so i'm a part of clubhouse <laughs> what is that i guess you'll have to look it up the real how reason. do i not know what it is the reason why i didn't say what it was because i'm not really sure <laughs> um, <laughs> but i'm on it I'm like, Foo Fighters is just now able to be inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and there's a social media thing. I don't know. It's, it's some kind cool. of QAnon thing. Yeah. Pretty sure. No. No. <laughs> no. Elon Musk was on it. Uh, oh, it's, yeah. it's an audio thing. It's more of like a, I don't know. The, I don't know. Maybe someone can help me with that because it seems very TED Talk, like a TED Talk kind of thing is what it really seems like. You can watch video, like a live, like, streams of i don't know I, i'm not gonna say i don't know what it is but i'm on it 
you don't know what it is, but you're excited about it. So I, I like that. I'm one of the I'm one of the first people on it, so I'm excited. I'm not one of the first, but like you have to be invited. So scraping yeah. oh. Adderall. Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Pinky's up. Uh, Chris up. is fancy. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of pinky bit. Um, so yeah, so let's come back about 707. Sounds good. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna take a break and we'll go into the Billy Wavy hour. Uh definitely most of us are drinking and you should as well, but always remember never get too drunk to jerk. Ten drink. Minimum.com. Oh, he stole my line. It's all right, though. It's all right. See you guys on the wall. The following announcement has been paid for. Hey, this is Chris from uh, 10 Drink Minimum. Um, you know, I'm getting up there in age and, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you don't feel so good. So you got to go to the doctor. And sometimes when you're at the doctor, you got to get, they got to send out for lab tests. And, uh, you know, I was thinking, Hey, you know, what if I didn't have to go to the doctor and I could just get the lab tests? And that's why I wanted to talk to you today about Southwest labs. Uh, Southwest labs is located in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and they actually make the, the lab testing simple. You can skip the hassle, make an appointment with, with your doctor or without your doctor. They offer a huge variety of tests, including uh, STD, prostate screenings, diabetes, COVID-19 testing, which is, you know, a big deal right now. Um, just, you know, uh, choose your test, get tested, get the results, and uh, you can get an, a doctor's interpretation virtually as well. Uh, Southwest Labs is located in Albuquerque and Las Cruces. Uh, you can call them at 505-609-LABS, or you can visit southwestlabs.com, or you can find them on social media uh, at Southwest Labs. So if you want to get lab testing done and you may not want to see a doctor or you want to see one virtually, southwestlabs.com. Oh, back from the break welcome to the billy slash wavy hour my name is chris welcome to 10 drink minimum it's the last party of the weekend let's get everybody back in here see who's still kicking hey everybody's back <laughs> i didn't i didn't know you know you never know everyone's gonna come back and be like hey what's up how are you guys doing good good fine good. I'm doing very well. Thank you. Oh, well, yeah. I'm glad that you did that while you tipped your. You know what, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, <laughs> son of a bitch. Chris isn't the only one that wears hats around here, you know. There we go. James. Oh, man. For the listening audience, the podcast only, James likes to make fun of Holly Ann and I because we are, you know, uh, we wear glasses. Visually impaired. We're vi well. We're not visually impaired. That's okay. We're, we're step above blind, James. And you just you know funny. I mean, without my glasses, I might as well be. So and I shouldn't mention that 2015 vision. <laughs> fucking asshole. Oh yeah, no. This out. <laughs> I can just do this. I can so, still see. So James wears a fake pair of glasses. 
on the show because he's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and um, so here, let me, let me, let me. Okay. So now I have to reference this. So there was what? an episode with no Holly Ann on and it was called Dorm Days. Oh, yeah. And That's when I was in the hospital, no less, that he started making fun of us. Right, right. So James <laughs> wearing these glasses to make fun of, which I've switched to so that I can reference. So if you're watching, you can now see my fucking glasses that James is making fun of, of mine and Holly's. So on this episode, he brings these out. And so then I start saying, I start talking about how I have three different pair of glasses that I wear. I have these black ones. I have these white ones and I have uh, these red ones that are here as well. And they all are the same prescription. So I can just sit there and I can move in between. So I bring that up on this show. And so then of course I'm being interviewed later in the week by this blogger for <laughs> Pat pattern energy. Right. And what do they do? You know, as most like, you know, pseudo journalists do, they go listen to the very last episode of what you're doing. And so then all of a sudden, like during this fucking interview, the guy's like, so tell me about how you do this glasses switch thing. And I'm like, Oh God damn it. And he's like, you wear three different pairs of glasses. So now there's going to be this blog on this energy site. And they're going to, now everybody thinks I'm going to like, they're going to know about the different glasses. So it's all your fault, James. You son of a bitch. I know. Thank you. I'm, I mean, I, I, maybe that I, could become, you know, your new trademark, Chris. So. Well, the white, I, the white have. Yeah. So. Well, no, because I feel like I've only ever seen uh, you with the white. So right. when the one time I came in to record with the PBQ, uh -huh. you're wearing a different color. I was like, is this it's like Clark Superman thing? Like, who right. are you? Because right. I have the red. I just went yeah. from black to red. And then uh, I have, so I have two pairs of sunglasses that are also prescription. J James, you really, you really fucking pushing. <laughs> so I have two pairs of prescription sunglasses. Uh, if I have any sitting nearby, but I, they, they look, it's funny. Cause like I have these white ones that are, that I have the white, my white regular glasses and I have sunglass version of them. And then I have them in red. So if you see me out and I'm wearing like white or red glass, like sunglasses, they're also prescription. Cause I don't, I've never worn contact lenses. Never in my life. And I, who James? Yeah. Son of a bitch. I'm going to start wearing your, uh, your, uh, your, your, your Cyclops glasses. I say Cyclops. <laughs> I mean, the X-Men, your Ruby red glasses that keep you from blasting all of us to death. Oh, wait, these ones are these ones. <laughs> He's Holly Ann. Wait, 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 hold on. Or these ones. Holly Ann, how do you feel about just a, a duo show? I mean, it's like ten drink minimum with Chris and Holly Ann. <laughs> Fire me for sunglasses. <laughs> Man, I'll, I'll just pretend I'm smiling. We'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Just act, Here, act I'll, I'll put on the regular ones. <laughs> Just act aloof and crazy and constantly talk about migraine headaches. I can and totally stuff. do that. And jump, jumping off sheds and stuff. You know what, Chris? When the new baby comes, it, he could, he or she could be uh, our third person. Oh, man. Might seems like a lot of training. That's, yeah. <laughs> it'll be like the, it'll be like the, the ghetto version of the Truman show. 
It's like this baby grew up in a podcast. Now I want that to be a podcast. <laughs> we just have like a camera on the baby the whole time and it does nothing. Like we're talking, we're like, so who do you feel like be in the surreal life? And then we look at the baby and like, <laughs> it just like pulls and then throws up on its shirt. And we're like, good answer. So, so good Ozzy answer. Osbourne is your answer. Is that what you mean? Yeah. All right. You just have to like read into what the child thinks. Ten drinks and a baby. Ten drinks and a baby. Yes. Ten drinks and a baby. Like, like it's the baby's first show, so this will be our first shot of Malort. <laughs> oh, the baby really doesn't like the Malort. Oh, there goes the Malort onto the floor. Oh. That was fucking dumb. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We knew that was going to happen, right? Uh, oh my God! Chris. I'm going to look up and see if there's Malort baby clothes. Oh, I'm getting no. your baby Malort clothes, and people are going to be like, "How come your baby's wearing an alcohol onesie?" And be like, "Oh, fucking, I don't know." Well, do you know what I did this week or last week? Mm. No, it was this week. I had an OB appointment. Okay. First of all, somebody stole my tendering minimum mask. Um, I have one is, more. I have another one if you want it. Okay. Uh, but I wore my ten drink mask and my ten drink hoodie, which I'm wearing my hoodie, um, to the OB office, and yay! Um, and it, it, like I don't think about it ever because I'm always wearing like ten drink stuff, and um, this is like one of my only hoodies that zips, and I have like an actual bump going on now, so a lot of my regular hoodies just don't. Yeah. So I just didn't think about it, put it on. And the nurse lady asked me like 20 times if I've drank since I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> You're like, why does she keep asking that? And I'm why like, no, like saying that. And then I finally yeah. it dawns on me that I'm just decked out yeah. in tendering minimum stuff. But I also had a t-shirt on from a brewery. <laughs> Because I'm wearing a lot of hamster shirts right now, and they're all brewery shirts. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, because I look like a piece of shit right now." You're that's all, expecting you're all, a baby. You ain't got no alcohol in my trailer house. What you mean? <laughs> you don't have any shoes either. <laughs> I ain't going outside with shoes on a while, neither. <laughs> rich, rich folk. No, I just moonshine with a couple cigarettes in the afternoon. I, I used to live where that's that's a true thing. Yo, so yo, it's too real. My <laughs> uncle makes the good liquor in the tub. <laughs> you don't want to smoke around it, that's for sure. Rural rural Missouri yeah. is, is literally like oh, the is oh, kind yeah. of, anyways. Like delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, oh really? Uh, no really. Uh so next OB appointment, I'm gonna not wear that. Wear tobacco stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or 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 legalize it. Oh my god! I just you need to have a Carhartt jacket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then uh, a shirt think... that says uh, uh, "Out of my cold dead hands." Mm -hmm. <laughs> I should have some overalls. Mm -hmm. I mean, so all right, let's talk about those hoodies. So there's only three of those hoodies. I have one. Uh -huh. I have one, and James has one. Yeah. Those hoodies are the best hoodies I own. It really it's the best hoodie I've ever worn Dude, they in are my so life. Oh nice. So big shout out to Friday T-shirt company. They made those hoodies for us. 
so they comfortable. They did not make the masks, but uh, they uh, that actually was a, a friend of mine from college. And she's from Albuquerque, but now lives in Texas. Uh, Candace, oh, geez, what is her last name? I'm like, a good friend of mine. What's her last name? Uh, uh, Candace Hale and Lynn now. It was Candace Hale when I knew her, but uh, she's Candace Hale Lynn. She made the uh, the mask. But people are like, where do I get a hoodie? I'm like, those hoodies were specifically made for Holly Ann, James, and I for Christmas. Those were our Christmas presents. So. And I, now that I'm pregnant, I think I just, I, like, I'm wearing it now. I wore it yesterday everywhere. I, like, I wear it until yeah. it could stand on its own because it's so comfortable. Oh, best, um, best thickness, best softness yeah. I've ever seen. Best drawstrings I've ever seen. Yes. I'm wearing they're it right now. Good. Yeah, it's amazing. Now I'm, I'm wearing mine too. <laughs> and, uh, Thanks, guys. The, you know, the amount of money I paid for those is ridiculously low because I know the guy that Friday T-shirt company out of Logan, New Mexico. Um, I could probably get some new ones made. I might, I might get some made with this logo, the Ten Drink Minimum Club. Mac, you know, you should get a baby onesie made with that. Yeah. Uh, oh, geez. Let's just put the baby in like ten drinks up. Breweries are like, yeah. uh, I think Red Door. We're probably gonna get them a Red Door onesie. Um, we're probably, I mean, we we don't mind putting our kids. Like Danny walks around in brewery kid shirts all the time. Yeah. I just, you know, let's just make everybody think that our household is just drunk all the time. Let me see if I can share this. I'll show you this. Logo. This logo is behind me, but uh, I made this. And it's, you know, of course, reference to the everybody's like, I have a hoodie. That's the Bullet Club. So it's a reference to the Bullet Club, which is a wrestling thing. But it's used to be really big. And then now it's coming back because the Bullet Club came back. So right. uh, I made a let me see if I can share it. You know, you could make you can make Danny a shirt and the baby a onesie, We, you know. Can you yeah. see it? Mm-hmm. So that's oh, the, I love it. That's the logo that I made, and I'll show you the reference for reference. Let's see. Yeah, and because like it kind of looks like a right wing crazy. Like, you know, Doesn't like, it say the dirty life of Chris Burnett? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is other show. But that's the <laughs> that's the logo it's based off of, which looks like a crazy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I'm 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 right back in the Midwest. This is some kind of MMA but thing. But it's not. Or? No, it's a it's a pro wrestling. <laughs> it's it's definitely. Uh, so the Bullet Club, the Bullet Club is a uh, a wrestling thing based out of Japan, and the Bullet Club is all non-Japanese. Like it's all these it, all these non-Japanese wrestlers that came into New Japan wrestling. So it's all the New Zealand American. Uh, English wrestlers they came in and they're called the Bullet Club I assume because like America you know we have guns but I don't know that's <laughs> that's it's weird like it's so and, and they're all the bad guys so the Japanese <laughs> people are all the good guys and of the course. bad guys are the Bullet Club which are all the foreigners so I think it's funny. Hmm. Oh, bad now Ryan doesn't have glasses. What's that? No, Ryan mm. should have fake glasses with me. <laughs> Here's the thing. Why as, doesn't he have fake glasses? As like a cancer you? survivor, I have a lot of things wrong with me, yeah. but eyesight is not one of them. Mm. So I'm okay with that. So she has fake glasses. Check no. this out. It's so funny. No, I, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have a problem with 
my vocal cords, which mm-hmm. is why my my voice is all graveling. You sound like you sound like Ryan Bingham on a Friday night after smoking and drinking. Well, I was gonna say, someone <laughs> when, when I first tried, I, I first uh, interviewed for my radio job here in Albuquerque ten years ago. So they they were like, oh. Nobody will listen to a show with, with with your voice, and then later they're like, "You sound like Wolfman Jack." I was gonna say, "Do you sound like yeah. Wolfman Jack?" Like Wolfman Jack, no, and I was like, <laughs> "He's like, what's up, Daddy?" No, because, Texas, and this is like my normal voice, and so you know, whatever. And then like I, I was supposed to be a foot taller, and I've cataracts in both eyes. Oh damn! And oh. I have a heart murmur, and you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. And um, you know what? If if I get off with good vision at all this, I'm doing okay. But you said you have cataracts. I do, right? oh. but they're non-malignant. So okay, they, so they don't grow. But cataracts is ridiculous now because, like, they can just fix that shit no problem. Oh, I know. But like, I'm like moving around, and like mm-hmm. insurance in the Midwest wasn't the greatest, and like I'm just yeah. now coming uh, eligible with uh, Habitat for Humanity uh, insurance. So I'll get there. But, but also, they're not growing, and I have good vision. So yeah, what yeah. Are, just, yeah. I had a friend that just had right. to go, where we, you know, we had a friend. Yeah. And, uh, Holly and I. More she just got both of her, is it corneas replaced for cataracts? So it's, weird. It, it's weird because, so um, when I was little, I had a severe st- uh, mm-hmm. problem with stuttering. And so, like, I couldn't, I literally couldn't say what I wanted to say. Ooh. Yeah. And so, you know, it took a lot of, a lot of, you know, work and, and, you know, actually theater helped me overcome that. Okay. So I remember I was talking to my mom once because she has, you know, she wears glasses and, and contacts and all that. And I was like, what would it be like if you could wake up and you didn't have to put on contacts or glasses? And she's like, she, she couldn't even, you know, wrap her mind around it because she's so used to it by now. Yeah. Yeah. Or people yeah. You know, who are seriously wearing glasses because they have to. Unlike smiling. I started wearing glasses, I think, when I was five. So, like, what would it be like, Holly, if you could wake up and you didn't have to do that? Can you even wrap your mind around it? No, that'd be so weird. I remember when, um, and who knows how long I actually needed glasses. Sure. Because when I actually got my glasses, I did not know. Like, I used to draw my trees like a big puff ball. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that leaves were individual. Yeah, on trees. Yeah. So I looked out and I was like, "Whoa, mom, did you know there's leaves individually on trees?" And she was like, "Yes." <laughs> so yes, yeah. <Yeah>, stupid. I mean, <laughs> I, it's a I big can't deal. Imagine. Your mom so, was uh, your mom was uh, Rosie Perez. She's like, "Yes, yeah, stupid." But like, <laughs> so, so there are these things of you know different you know physical or biological things with with people that you never realize you're missing out on because mm. that's just what you're used to. Right. So mm-hmm. like imagine to live your whole life, you know, being used to that. And then like, you know, an operation four days later, mm-hmm. it's literally, literally like a whole new world. That's, that's amazing. Well, I watched this thing one time, like I was, so talking about the, the, is it glaucoma? Not glaucoma. Is it glaucoma? Glaucoma messes with, with, with which with is the one eyes. that like, that like fogs up your cornea. Yeah. Glaucoma. Yeah. So there's a, a this doctor like they basically just like do an incision on your eye, pull out the cornea, mm-hmm. yeah. and then put in a new like a artificial yeah. one. Yeah. And there was this doctor that like he twice a year or once a year he goes to Africa, and he does two days of surgeries for you know pro bono. Yeah. And I was watching this video and like people come from hundreds of miles. Sure. And he does it for free. And he just sits there and like, I think he said in two days, he did like 72 surgeries, you know, 
and he he does two days worth of surgeries, and then he stays for two extra days because they have you have to wear the the yeah covering over your eyes. Yeah, and he stays for like the fourth to the fourth day because like he wants to see the people because like you know you have these people in Africa who have probably had this for years. Yeah, and they take the bandages off, and they're just like. Whoa, yeah. you know, like, <gasps> and, well, he, and he, yeah. that's what it's all worth it for him, you know. Well, you like, know what I like to watch to cry. Oh, yeah. The people who like they've been colorblind their whole life. Oh, and yeah. They get the glasses and they can yeah. see colors. Yeah. I cry every time. Well, you're just, they're so amazed. Yeah. There are so many things that we have naturally that we take for granted that we don't realize we do. Mm-hmm. You know, like being able to hear well or see well or feel well. Oh, that's the other one. It's you like know? the one. The, so the one that, that trips me out is the one that where people, they've never been able to hear before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Well, okay. That one cra- makes me cry because my grandma, so my mom's parents are both deaf. Um, But my grandma didn't go deaf until she was seven. She fell off a seesaw mm-hmm. and they had to give her some antibiotic because she got a she got an injury in her brain. They didn't realize it. So she got like an infection mm-hmm. and the doctor told her parents like, well, we can give her an antibiotic and she'll live, but she'll be deaf, which back then in like the thirties or forties, oh, I don't want to age her too much, but <laughs> that, that yeah. was a death sentence, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, but they did it. And I one time asked her like if she woke up one morning and just, all of a sudden could hear she just she like teared up and was like yeah i can't even imagine well i have high frequency hearing loss i mean it's not the same obviously but like i can't hear crickets so like who knows what i'm not hearing that you guys are you know yeah right well have you guys seen uh how was that movie sound of metal on amazon have you heard about you don't know what it is at all Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, when the Academy Awards come around, it's going to be one of those movies. It's I know that there's a buzz around it. Uh, he's from uh, um, uh, Star Wars. Um, that's my favorite one, Rogue One. Um, oh, uh-huh. uh huh. What is his name? Uh, Riz Ahmad. He plays a, a metal drummer, and out of nowhere, his like hearing starts failing because of the loud drumming and rock music. Oh. And it and it completely fails. It's an amazing film, but there's have to watch that one. it's it's great. It's on Prime. If you've never seen it, it's called the and it's there. It's a Amazon original. It's called Sound of Metal, and uh, oh. it's a metal drummer that loses his hearing. And uh, <clears throat> it, it, it you know I guess I I don't want to ruin it for you then because there's like a definite part like I was like I would have thought you'd have talked about that, but yeah. So watch that movie. It's fantastic. I loved it. Um, I watch that. It, it does go into the, like, I have a friend. So I have a friend when I was growing or when I was in college, one of my friends had a, um, what do they call those? Where they bypass your ear. And a cochlear? Cochlear implant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had one on his left side, right? So then, like, he graduated from college. But then I moved up to Albuquerque, and he lived here. So when I first moved here, he's, like, one of the people I would hang out with. So then, like, one day he's like, yeah, I'm going to get another one and put it on the other side. And so he goes and he has the surgery done, and they, like, drill into your brain, into your skull, not your brain, into your skull. It's crazy. They, yeah. Yeah. And they connect this thing, and they're really small. Like, the ones he had were really small. Like, I've, you know, like in this in the movie, you know, the, the, the drummer movie, they're big. But the ones my friend had were small. They were like a little 
square like yeah. right behind his ear. So he gets one in his left side and he gets one in his right side. And I was like, so how is it? And he's like, can you hear a lot better? And he goes, yeah, it's like stereo now. And I was like, so you can hear better with two. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, oh, well, you should get them all over your face then. And he was like, fuck you. Because, <laughs> you know, a dick, you know. But... Such a smart act. <laughs> I was like, you should get them all over your face. Dude. I thought this was going to be like a cute emotional story. And instead, <laughs> it was just Chris it's telling Chris. his friend. No, like, but I, I totally get that. You know, like, I like my tongue was affected, so like, I can't taste things. Yeah. So like, wow. I love spicy food because I can taste it. Huh. And and there's a whole realm of people, you know, who have some kind of you know sensory thing that's that's not functioning the way that you know an average person does. So being able to hear and see and feel and taste and touch and smell like is a gift. And I feel like I don't mean to be all heavy, you know, oh, but like man. you know, like that's that's special. And like remember that you can. Because not everyone yeah, James, can. remember that you can. Yeah. Stop making yeah. fun of us. As yeah, James for our jerk. For being it's a gift. So, anything, so, I'm just yeah. appreciating the fact that I can see with my fake glasses. When when oh. I first started dating my wife, uh, she she made me a uh, Ryan P. Freeman I had cancer card. So like, I feel like in a conversation, like that's the ultimate card you can play. So I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that happened to you and it's sad. But I had cancer. But have you had cancer? Yeah. I had cancer. I, so uh, the, the hamster, his, when I first met him, he was like, how many times did you have to go through cancer? And I was like, three and uh his mom went through survived twice and didn't make it the third time yeah and he was the first person in my life that really embraced the cancer card because like once you've been through it you get that card for the rest of your life yeah and he he uses it probably just as much as i do like oh um but she went through cancer one time or three times like but I have had cancer. Let me this card down. I need a card. No, you get a card because they'll make you feel so good. Ironically about it. I don't know. It's I feel like if you have a horrible disease, you might as well make fun of it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I tell Joe about mine all the time. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, whatever you got to do. You've had yeah. a stroke. I'm still one. Right? Oh, you've had two heart attacks and a stroke. In, oh, uh, and botulism. And botulism. Oh, dude, dude, you ate food out of the trash. That's your <laughs> fault. Okay. It was a mistake. I understand that. <laughs> Maybe not botulism, but but definitely a stroke. <laughs> I think you could make a card for that. Oh, I don't know if it would outplay cancer. <laughs> I'm just saying, but you know. No, no, no. When you when you eat out of the trash and you get sick from it, <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. Okay, I did it a lot in the past. And it never hurt me before. Oh my god! You can't even say that about cancer. It never hurt me before. How did you get I cancer? I damage over like half my body from this shit. Oh man, I, I love you guys. Can I just say that? Yeah, <laughs> we love you too. Yeah. Oh my god, Chris and James tonight. It was. <laughs> 
I needed that laugh. Oh my god. Okay. I need to do you guys want a really good laugh? Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So last night, <laughs> let's see if I could get through it without laughing. So I have been itching to write new jokes. Okay. And um okay. I've been like having a hard time writing jokes because I don't do a lot. But yesterday we nerded out. We went and did Pokemon Go all day. Nerd. And Hamster is growing his mustache out like until the baby's born. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know what happened, but I was like tired and we had had a fun day. <laughs> and we're laying there and it dawns on me. I'm like, if you didn't trim your mustache, would it grow like bangs? Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> yes. And I was like, it blew my fucking mind because for some reason in my mind, I thought that <laughs> your body just knew that your your mouth was there, right? So I start just dying because mm-hmm. in my mind, I saw hamster having curtains, like like a curtain mustache. And then it dawns on me. That my mom used to get these stupid little curtains that go on top of the window. Oh, yeah. Like, the, like, little, the called balances. Yeah. The short ones, yeah. The mustaches are just mouth balances, guys. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I have to, so right here, like this mustache right here, mm-hmm. I've, I've trimmed it. If I don't trim this, you cannot see my upper lip. It'll grow see? down. I did not know that for some dumb reason and laughed for an hour straight about it. See, I'm the other way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can grow here and grow, uh-huh. here, you have grow a, here. You have a beard, you have a you have a real goatee. Like you have like the 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 just mm-hmm. the only because I've worked at it, it doesn't grow mm-hmm. here. It doesn't it's it's a little wispy like peach fuss. Huh. Yeah. I never knew how hard it is for men to grow facial. It's the way they want. It depends. It depends. I can do whatever I can do whatever I want to. Like, yeah, but but, but I can't like like yeah. you you got the whole you know under the nose mustache thing. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Oh, I can. Yeah, the all every every bit of facial hair here. There's nothing hard to grow. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, I, I wow. can't this is just th- this is actually trimmed down. Like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about just like full throttle. I was gonna say, what, what would know? you look like if you just went like Grizzly Adams full throttle? I could, you know? and I could. Um, but I have to trim the mustache because I have to kiss someone and oh, they don't right. like that. <laughs> yeah, all right, women right. don't like that. See, like, you're no longer called mustaches, Chris. It's your mouth balance. Mouth balance. My wife likes all the facial hair, so I'm good. Well, well my lady friend likes the facial hair. Okay. But like okay. I've had lady friends in the past where they didn't like it where, okay. it, where you go to kiss and it like yeah. rubs their face. Yeah, or uh, ears, you know. I mean rubs their I face. I don't mind facial yeah. hair. Not other okay. people, not other body parts, but right, their right, face right. they don't like. I can't stand it. Well, yeah, like, it irritates you. I'm sorry, James. Did you say you can't stand when you're kissing someone that's got a mustache? <laughs> did, did I get that right? Uh, you're like smooth baby's bottom, Smiley. Like <laughs> I can't. So here's the thing: I can't imagine Smiley with facial hair. No, and I definitely, for sure, cannot imagine Christopher without facial hair. No, that's it funny. would look weird. Have you seen me with that facial hair? No, and I don't want to. Let's see if I can pull. There it. are pictures of both of these things. Yeah, there. Okay. This All is right. a I thing. I feel like I want to see this. 
Give me a second. It's going to be like that time my grandpa, my papa, who has a glorious beard, mm -hmm. um, he, when I was small, had to shave it off one time. Oh. And I screamed and would not hug him until it grew back. Sure. I, I can see during like what April of last year during, during uh -huh. just for fun. And and this has all grown back since then. So, wow. Yeah. See if I can find this. I mean, wow. I have pictures of like when I was in my 20s and definitely didn't have that. See, but also if I shave, I literally look like a little kid. But see, I, like I, I always worked, I, do. In, I always worked in restaurants when I was a kid mm. or I wasn't a kid when I was in my 20s. Then you were and, a kid and they wouldn't let you grow facial hair. Like they'd be like, they'd yeah, be like, yeah, nobody wants a beard hair in their food. So finally, whenever I, I could, I was I've like, only ever seen you beardless because your mom has a photo. Uh, I have photos. Um, I have those. Okay. Okay. Um, that's the only reason I've seen it. She's all, and this is Chris without a beard. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, this is super okay, cool. I think my dad looks really weird without facial hair. And my dad's I, always had. Had a mustache. He God, looks like a must, go. like 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 a just for men jail commercial guy. Oh. You know, <laughs> he looks like that, like touch of gray kind of guy. And like he shaved twice that I can remember. Uh, once was because he said he wasn't going to shave, but when I had cancer, and then I overcame, oh. so he shaved. And then he shaved later. And he and he looked like one of my uncles, and it was like, who yeah. are you? You're not my. <laughs> I've got to find a picture that's not like like I have all these photos that are old, and then like when I click on them, they're like small, like it's a tiny. Photo. I feel like my dad is one of those people that like, you know, like women have makeup and men have beards. Sure, uh -huh. it's kind of like that. He just looks so different. That makes sense. Like, I told him to never ever do that again. Yeah, because uh, they they don't look like themselves. All right. Are you, yeah. Are you ready for this? I don't. Know. I'm ready. All right. All right. Uh, let's see. It's gonna. Oh, here we go. Chrome tab. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> there we go. <gasps> Weird. That's not you. What? A full patch. That's you not have? you. That's me. No. I, I disagree. Oh my gosh, you look so different. <laughs> Can you make it bigger? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to make it bigger? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you look that so look different. It like doesn't look like you. That's not you. Yeah. That's not you. And you're also not like salt and pepper, which I have never no. seen you right? not salt and pepper. Yeah. Well, and That's it's weird. weird. Like I never had a beard when I wasn't salt and pepper either. So I've actually thought about like dyeing my beard, not because I like have vanity or any of that shit. Yeah, I just want to see what it looked like. Sure, you know. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let me find another one. Let's see. Let's get that back down to normal size. These are all, these what, are like my old fraternity days. These are fraternity days. There's me right there with a mustache. I don't see you in there. There's no bearded man. <laughs> right. I'm on the right <laughs> side. That's a young ass me. It's um, not. There's me with a crazy beard on the left. You've just pulled up random pictures of people. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that, you look so different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These well, like, that's the important beard for a guy. Like, everyone's like, oh, I know there's a picture whatever, like, somewhere in here. Yeah, there's me in the middle of these two people right here where I have a soul patch. Holy shit. Like an animal. 
That, that's not you. That's not you. Right. <laughs> I only it's know so distant relatives Facebook oh. page. That's look like at that guy. You look like a. You don't have glasses or a beard. That's no. not you. Right. That's like you, like maybe one of your cousins. You right. Know? Right. I feel kind of sad that like I, you know, women, we don't grow beards and stuff. So like, I guess the only difference like is if I'm not wearing makeup, which is right now. Uh, Gio, and I feel like I don't look that different. Gio, uh, Beardless Chris looks like he's going to sell you life it's insurance. True. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the pitch. I guess. <laughs> Looks like he played. <laughs> that was before Jamaica. Um, Just to follow this up, can can you find a picture of me with a beard? Because apparently Holly hasn't seen that. Oh. I've never seen James with any kind of facial oh, hair. Can you link link it to me, James? And I will. I mean, I, I don't know. Let's see. Using my phone to do this. Ah, uh, never mind. Then. All right. Let me see if I. Let me see. I guess. Looks like when like both my my um. My different brother-in-law's yeah. oh, right away. First picture, James being a delinquent firing a gun. Jeez Louise. Oh, yeah. James do that. That's, your dad taught me how to fire a gun. Yeah, there you go. James firing a gun. Let's make it bigger. The most terrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, my, my dad finds great pleasure in teaching Smiley how to like do things like this. He he thoroughly enjoys it. Like he, your dad's so cute. I love your parents yeah. so much. There's James firing a gun, and he's doing the best he can. It's not very good posture, but it's still pretty good. <laughs> but it's there. He's holding he, the gun. First of all, he has like no ear protection on, which is stupid. <laughs> but I don't uh, know how this works, man. Yeah, it was the first time I ever fired a gun. No, no. So, Smiley, <laughs> I, I have to ask because you know, again, a longtime yeah. listener of the show, is that bullet hole still in your house? Oh yeah, 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 it's right there. Okay. Yeah, he All had right. to he had to plug it up because of the cold. Yeah, and then your cat, like, man, I, I was listening to the last episode. I felt yeah. so bad. I'm like, man, it's cold out. Like, you know, you have holes everywhere, yeah. and you're 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 living, man. Let me find the smiley. Your cat's trying to escape, apparently. Bad for you, man. I want to like, find the the smiley yeah, picture. I have a space heater. I have a space heater. Yeah. Part of having a cat is they're kind of they they're awful. I have a cat too. No, I I totally get it. And I and I was like, oh man. I now have three cats, and I am sorry. Really, I really am regretting my decision because they're such dicks, and two of them are kittens still. Oh hey, yeah, I'll take one if you want to give one away. Murder. Well, no, I can't give them away. I love them too much, but uh, I hate them. And I'll, that's what owning a cat is like. <laughs> I want a kitty. Just go over to uh, what is it? Mm -hmm. um, Catopia Cafe. Okay. Yeah, they're so great. Uh, Paseo, Wyoming. Okay. We interviewed them on What's Baby Q, and they're amazing people. Yeah. I'm trying to find the picture of Smiley, and I don't see it in this picture. Just don't get like a baby kitten because they're evil. Why is baby evil? Because, because they like, don't know how to retract their yes. claws. Yeah. Oh yeah. They climb they up everything, everything with their claws. I want to start at the beginning though. But if you're gonna get a puppy, get a puppy and a kitten, because then they'll grow up yeah. together and act like they're they'll a be cat. best friends. I gotta get a puppy. Yeah. Uh my guess I'm at the same time. <laughs> Geo says my hood has so many cats. So here's the problem. <laughs> I it's like true. I just I'm gonna throw it out there. Okay. I want I like wiener dogs. 
And I, get a wiener dog. Find a wiener dog rescue. Well, like, get a wiener dog and get a kitten at the same I time. Oh, I, want a, I want a regular wiener dog or a mini. No, I like both. Whenever I'm driving to the Burroughs Podcasters Guild, I was cut up across Atlantic. Mm-hmm. I think there's this one house that has like six cats. Yeah, that's a They're always like running around everywhere in the street, and I got to stop. Oh, so I have cameras on my house. And they mm-hmm. are constantly going off late at night. <laughs> so I, this is this is an interesting story. So there's, and I'll be like, oh shit, because like before I moved in, the house got broken into a couple times. So I'm very like paranoid about someone yeah. breaking in, and like my can it'll be like, it, so I have the Blink camera system, and it'll be like, uh, Blink is going off. It's like it's like Blink has uh, something. The camera is, there's movement in your backyard. There's movement in your front yard. And it, this keeps happening, and every time, it's two cats. Just it's bring black, them inside, Chris. Well, I think they're the neighbors. It's, so, a, it's a black cat with a white leg, and then a gray cat, right? So then the other day, I'm laying in bed, and the window next to my bed is next to the front door. Well... There's lights all the way around my house and they're all sensor. Like, so like if something, you know, walks in front of them, it sets off the light. So I'm laying in bed and I'm about to go to sleep and the fucking front door light goes off. And I'm like, oh shit, someone's right there in front. There's like someone right at my door. And I go over and I'm like creeping towards the window and I grab the, the, um, curtain and I pull it open and there's the black cat and it like looks at me and it's like and then I'm like I'm going to grab my camera and it's all oh you're going for your camera? Later <laughs> and takes off and I'm like son of a bitch but I have so many videos of these cats. My cat, our cats do that all the time honey. Well I'm like, like if, we, if we try to take pictures of them forget it. Well and yeah. I don't understand like why these cats keep coming back and I think, and I mean, I'm talking like I've lived here a month and I've seen them eight times. Yeah, but you're right next to your neighbor's house. Like cats are going to do that. Okay, but I don't know. So I saw the black cat two streets over. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder if like the old owners fed them. Uh-huh. And maybe they're you like. You just give them some food, Christopher. That's the yeah. thing that making them your. Cats. I don't want them to be. I want to. I want to get my own. <laughs> no. So so, when I was living in Missouri, I had a black cat, this big fluffy cat named Knox, yeah. and he was great. And he'd always hang out on, on my back porch, and so I, I would drive in. I had this big long driveway, and I'd pull in. And so one night I pull in, and you know I go up and like it's not normal. It's, it's not unusual for him to be like lounging on my deck, like tail flopping around. You know, mm-hmm. and, and so I, I walk up and I'm like, oh, oh, hey, Knox. And it looks just like Knox. And it looks at me and it runs off. I'm like, that's weird. Like, Knox would never do that. And I walk inside and I shut the door and there's Knox. I'm like, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Either there's a change in the matrix or there's two Knoxes or, <laughs> and, and yeah. And so I was like, what the hell happened? So, like, oh, yeah. a couple of nights later, I come in and finally, Knocks and this other black fluffy cat that looks exactly like him are staring at each other on my deck. Weird. <laughs> like they're black cats. It's <laughs> his doppelganger. The no, really. No. So really, Knox picked up a girlfriend, and oh. uh, yeah, and so like they would hang out, but like she would always run off, 
and Aww. yeah and so that and like it was, it was it was so trippy it was like seeing a double of my cat and then walking inside shutting a door and seeing an ex- like my cat inside like meow like wrong. <laughs> weird uh our cat so mama cat um you say drama, like, drama cat? Drama cat. Mama cat. Oh, mama. mama. So our kid is so literal in naming things. Mm. So this cat that had kittens in our backyard okay. got pregnant again, but she like adopted Danny. She loves Danny mm-hmm. and hated us for the longest time. And she was in our backyard. And finally she came back around and we decided to bring her in. And she's a very small cat. I, ju- I think she got pregnant too early and like stunted her growth. Um, and we decided to keep two of her kittens because as soon as we brought her in, <laughs> we figured out she was pregnant. Yeah. Um, and Danny named her just Mama Cat. Mm-hmm. And one of the kittens we kept is Baby Cat. Oh. And then my cat is Nugget. Oh. Um, and he's black, but Mama Cat is so small, and Nugget I think is going to be huge, fluffy cat. Yeah. So the other day I. <sighs> It's not the same as what happened to you because they don't look the same at all. Yeah. But Nugget is finally like the same size as Mama. So I went to pet what I thought was Mama and it was a Nugget and he just attacked me because oh. that's what kittens do. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, I eventually bought the house that I used to rent in for college back in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my, my, my friend who owned the house back then, he had this one cat that like found a way to like burrow into the, like the recliners. Oh, and so yeah. And so like he, he, he never bugged me, but he had a friend that would come over and you sit down and the cat, like it burrowed out like just above, like where like the top of the chair is and he would burrow out. And just as one friend would go <laughs> and then zip back down in, inside the chair. <laughs> And so, so, like, the cat knew when that one friend came over and would, like, attack him. I don't know why. hilarious. I had a cat that would get in 30-pack beer boxes. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he would hide in there until somebody walked by, and then he'd pop out and grab him. (laughs) Oh, those cats. That's great. I love it. I love it. Cats are the best. So, like. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just saying, my my old house, like, there was one way into the basement, and I always kept that door shut because it was, you know, it was hot or cold down there or whatever. And, like, um, I'd go down there for whatever reason, and, like, the door would be shut until I opened it, and I'd shut it right right behind me. Mm -hmm. The cat would find a way down there. I don't know how. Don't ask me how. (laughs) Like, I, like, and, like, the switch for the lights was, like, down the stairs and around the corner. And before I could hit the switch, I'd hear a meow. You know, it's like, how the hell did you get down here? <laughs> <laughs> I kill you. No, pretty much. <laughs> cats are crazy. That's my last cat right. story. So, are you guys ready for the cheese man? Yes. yes. Okay. I think. Do you guys want the good or the bad? Let's start with the bad. Yeah. Mm, it's big. Okay. It's big. Okay. So, rumor has it, rumor has it, downtown, downtown gossip. And I'm really hoping I'm wrong on this. I hope in six months we're like, you guys remember when you said that was going to happen? And it didn't. I really hope that this is the case. So from what I've heard from two different sources is that effects nightclub is not going to reopen. 
Oh no. Mm. Heard from two sources. Like none. the whole building? Whole, like, whole, whole club, whole club, none, nothing. From what I understand, they're, they're fed up with the, the, the owners of the building. So from yeah. what I understand, actually from a third source, I, I've been trying to get full confirmation. And a third source said they didn't hear that they were closing, but they heard that the shitty landlords all through the pandemic wanted 100% of the rent, 100% of the time. Wow. How is that supposed to be? I wonder to who owns that. It's, it's these. So there's a, and I don't remember their names. There's a uh, older people that own pretty much most of downtown. Sure. And and is it uh, Peterson. I think it is, and they're just really terrible people. Oh, they're not older. No. One of them tries to be a comedian, and it's their um, son. So. Oh, okay. Well, there's a group that uh, there's people that own most of downtown, and they're terrible. Mm-hmm. They are. And <clears throat> they own the the building that affects us in, and they're just tired of them and. They want I don't blame them. 100% of the rent, 100% of the time. That's terrible. I've heard that. So I don't really care. So that I know that's shitty to like put a company on blast, but I heard that Peterson has been that way with nah, pretty much everybody during the pandemic. Not going to hurt my feelings. They're not going to come after me. So are they local or are they from somewhere else? They're from here. They're local. They've <laughs> like the fam for some reason, the family, from what I understand, the family is owned most of the building. So there's a lot of buildings downtown that are just empty. Not just downtown, yeah. it's like yeah. Al- all of Albuquerque. Right. Yeah. But, but downtown, downtown's a big one, and they yeah. own a lot of them, and they just don't give a shit about property tax, I guess. Because like they own the building that uh, Duel was in, the old Banana yep. Joe's. Red Door, the Red Door downtown location, the Sims building, they own that. That's yeah. That's how I know. When is the day <laughs> going to come when decent yeah. people own property? Mm-hmm. Can I just say that? So, yeah. Uh, I mean, interest rates are low. Now would be the time. So, uh, right. So, good news. Canvas, which was in Knob Hill, Uh shut down. They're moving downtown. Nice. uh, This is 100% confirmed from the owners. They will be in the one Albuquerque building. Okay. The one that's uh, Caddy Corner, which I always forget about. Caddy Corner to Tejanos. It's the new one, the new building, the new like building that they got built like a couple mm-hmm. years ago. They're going to be on the third floor, ten thousand square foot facility with outside patio on the third floor. They will have full bar, tap room, full kitchen. Wow, that's exciting. When are they supposed to open? Mm-hmm. Do you know? They're hiring. Huh? <laughs> when are they hiring? I are they hiring? I can find that out. I know one of the owners. So okay. they uh, are opening probably by the summer. I, I, I think they told me, but yeah, they're they're like on it. They're working. They've been working. They were working on it before COVID. It was supposed to open last summer. Yeah. <clears throat> Like they were like holding back where they were moving. They wouldn't tell me. And then finally the guy came in and said, all right, I can tell you where we're going to be. So canvas will be downtown. Nice. That's exciting. Another place to eat. So that's dope. Sweet. So good deal. So yeah, I have, I had those two pieces of cheese. May I was like, (laughs) so yay. Hooray. Now, and if anybody knows what's going on in the Sims building, 
Man, I want to find out what what's going on. Why? With what's happening in the Sims building? The old red door location. They have they have paper mm-hmm. up, and there's work going on. And I've even asked people who work in that building. They're like, "Yeah, I don't know." Hmm. I was like, "Hmm." I want to find out what's what's going on with that uh, that Maytag building because I know I know it's that already it, done. It's already done. It's a it's yeah. A, it's a tattoo parlor. But there was a sign up for a coffee shop in there too. Just, well, just this week. it's on the other side. It's uh, so another coffee shop opened up downtown. Okay. Uh, fuck, what's it called? It's on the other side. It's not where the tattoo parlor is. So a tattoo parlor up a parlor opened up in the Maytag building, and it's a ridiculously huge. Yeah, like I don't know how a, a tattoo parlor could fit all that space. And it's got like skateboards all over the wall. They yeah. just they had their grand opening like yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the coffee shop. Uh, there may be one that's opening inside, but there's another one that opens. So first of all, downtown literally is overflowing with coffee shops. We just don't really need <laughs> anymore. Uh, we have Thundercloud. We have yeah. Badass Coffee. We have uh, Castle Coffee. Mm-hmm. We have Zendo. Uh, we have the one that's next to, uh, um, oh gosh, the the Sunshine Theater. What's that one called? Uh, we we have enough. We're good. But uh, there's another one that's opening up downtown. I'm like, <sighs> I'm glad there's going to be more food there because I'm hoping that COVID is over by summer. And pregnant ladies, I can't drink a lot of caffeine, so I can't have a lot of coffee. Yeah, How I can't try? drink. I can't get mm. a tattoo. No. Have you been to the so? The big, I mean, you know, the big, since you guys have been downtown, the big openings have been, um, oh gosh, what's the Oni Noodle, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Ridiculously yep. good. And uh, our friend uh, Amanda Michonne works there. Mm-hmm. Um, the 505 Central has opened I up. Haven't, yeah. I haven't been there yet. So it's, it's really funny because like I've been exp- explaining this to people. I, I, I guess this isn't going on everywhere in the United States, but in Albuquerque, and maybe it is, maybe someone who's listening outside of Albuquerque can like hit us up and say, hey, yeah, this is happening everywhere. But the big like renaissance or the thing happening, the, the, the popular thing in Albuquerque right now is the gourmet food court. Food court. Yeah. 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 And 505 Central, like I was explaining it to someone, they're like, what's it like? I was like, imagine a mall food court, because it looks like a mall food court. Yeah. But uh, it's a little little more gourmet than a regular mall food court. Yeah. But uh, the 505 Central, I've eaten at every place. Uh, the um, pizza place, thick pizza, fantastic. Uh, when I first got it, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of small. Then I started eating it, and then I was like, oh, no, never mind. It's not. It's like <laughs> Detroit. It's like Detroit style pizza. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? It's like thick. It's, it's like thick. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, Meteor Burger, really good. The uh, Taco Place, really good. The New Orleans, like seafood place, not so much. And the uh, fa place, fo or fa, whatever. Not so good. So, Mm-mm. what I want to know is, what makes these small places a part of these food courts either really good or like? Eh? I mean, the food. I mean, if you try, if you try it, and you're like, this isn't good, <laughs> you know. So, like, but is it just like one person with like an idea that 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 puts them like a cut above the rest? I don't know. Or like, because like that. 
that stuff just fascinates me. Like, what makes somebody like amazing? And then someone's like, eh. Like uh, that that pizza, like uh, when I first ordered it, I was like, ah, this is eighteen dollars for this little like square pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, and then I I was like, I'll probably never order this again. And then I ate it, and I was like, like it's uh, six six squares. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how small it is. I think I think everybody has their different things that they judge yeah. food off of. Like I think it's subjective. It's like comedy. Food's like comedy. Yeah. Like. You know, Chris might have not liked the pho place, but I might not like the pizza and love the pho. Uh, it just depends on you know honestly, what mood you're in. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't a mood. It was a quality of food. Oh. <laughs> so I was with somebody, and they like they've agreed on every like. So my girlfriend, she's pretty hardcore. Mm. She, I'm, oh. I'm I'm like pretty like I'm 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 like. Uh, you know, I'll eat. Food. I'm not a foodie, but I'll eat food. And I'm like, I like this place and I don't like this place. Mm. And so when I go to bite into rice, if rice isn't cooked, it's not oh, cooked. Sure. Yeah. You know, if it's, if it's still crunchy, it's not cooked. It's not rice. Yeah. No, no I was just saying, I wasn't saying just about your review. Uh, I'm just saying like, you know, it's subjective. Like, Oh, sure. Everybody yeah. has their different. I was just answering. Ryan's question is like, I think it's subjective what makes something super awesome. And I think I usually judge a place to go try if a lot of different people, like I look at the reviews Mm -hmm. and if it's a lot of different kinds of people saying that it's good, it's probably pretty good. Right. Right. And and I asked this because, Mm -hmm. because of what's a BBQ, you know, I've been around for about two years and like, yeah, there's a bazillion restaurants here in mm-hmm. Albuquerque. Everybody knows it. And, and like the regular Burkinu loves to go out and eat. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. just the way it well, is. COVID or not. But like, I feel like this is special because yeah. not everywhere in the U.S. do we have so much talent right. in, in mm. a small space. Okay. Like, like people who are out it, right here in town who are listening, you have so much talent. You have so much amazing, good stuff happening. Um, and not everywhere in America or even the world is that happening. Yeah. And so I want to figure out why, because like, that's what yeah. drives me, you know, cause we have so much talent here, so much well, you know, great restaurants. So one of my favorite foods on the planet is like, it's like Cajun food from new Orleans. Okay. And I've had it, you know, a handful of times. Yeah. Now in Albuquerque, you'll have these places pop up and they're like, oh, we're Nolans and we're like the official, you know, this is like the yeah. legit. And I'll go and it's it's terrible. It's not it's- the only one that's really good, and that's coming from somebody who's been to New Orleans okay. quite a bit, loves their food. Um Nexus is pretty good. Oh, it's Nexus- so good. Okay. Nexus is great soul food. Yeah. Uh- I don't know. I, I, you know what? Their New Orleans stuff, and the fact that they admit that they're putting a New Mexico spin on the Cajun food, New Orleans food. Mm -hmm. I, you know, agree to disagree on that point. Well, well, I was doing a whole thing. I didn't get to finish. So, so no, I agree. Nexus's food is is next level and amazing. Yeah, and I think their new, like their New Orleans stuff is great. But like, you know, a lot of places, I'm like, eh. And so then, like, someone, my coworkers at my old job were like, 
you want to go to Jay Gumbo's with us for lunch? And I was like, no. I've seen that place. And I, yeah. I, I imagine it's terrible. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, what do you mean? I was like, well, I've been to New Orleans. Da, 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 da. And they're like, oh, well, will you just go with us? And, you know, think if you, if you don't like it, that's fine. We'll never go again. And we go. And that place is fucking amazing. Okay. And I was like, I was like, okay. okay. So then right. like I would go, I've gone, you know, hundreds of times. Sure. And I've taken so many people and they're like, well, I don't even know what that kind of food is. And I'm like, well, it looks like slop <laughs> and it's amazing. And I'll take people. And then like the next week they'll be like, you know what? Can we go to that Jay Gumbo's place again? And I thought it was like, a, it's a chain. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. it was a chain. Yeah, so a chain. my girlfriend is like super particular about food. What? And I told Are you her, the only one? No, and I and I told her like no, she's like a foodie foodie. Like yeah, she no, sends no, me pictures of things. And she's like, we gotta try this. So like, I was like, you know, I was telling her about it, and I didn't even know it was a chain until I looked up the menu one day, and I was like, holy shit, this place has other places. So we go eat there, and I'm like, oh god, she's not gonna like this. And we eat there, and like two days later, she's like, I texted my uh, sister and them and asked them if they had that Jay Gumbo's, and they're like, no. And she's like, we got it. You got to try it when you're out. It's really good. And I was like. <laughs> oh, I did all right. Okay. So, so it's I've good. learned it's since, good. since I'm married, yeah. I've, I've learned this trick. Yeah. So, so what you got to do, and for everybody listening, mm -hmm. if you're married too, and you're like, okay, we're going to go out to eat, where are we going to go? You say, it's a surprise. Yeah. And then you go wherever you want. <laughs> you go wherever you want. I think that usually yeah. works unless, because <laughs> I'm not usually very picky. I'll eat. I'll eat anything. I'm the type. I I'm not a foodie like fancy foodie. I'm a foodie in that I will eat anything. I want you to try it, and I want you to tell me what you think of that place. Okay, but now that I'm pregnant, uh -huh. if your partner is pregnant, just let them pick. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let, no, that's they, no, another that's, whole tier up no, that I haven't gotten. I feel. Like, I feel like the pregnant, the pregnant <laughs> girlfriend or wife. Yeah, is like the ultimate like. That's that's the highest the, tier. The, yeah, like yeah. like honestly, Holly, you should never ask Jason where you want to eat. Like, you he tell wants to him eat, where to go. You just go, hey, we're gonna eat here tonight, and he needs well, to just so, like, okay. Last night we were Pokemoning, and I got hungry. So like, when you're pregnant, you get hungry. Hangry is a whole mm. other level when you're pregnant. It's like you never want to go to that stage. No. <laughs> so he bought me a bunch of snacks. And that was fine. I was fine for a little bit. But then I needed real food. Yeah. And I did not care about the Pokemon anymore. I didn't care about Jason anymore. I didn't care about anything. I just needed food. So we're yeah. driving around trying to find something to eat. And I didn't want fast food. And I didn't want anything. We ended up going to Turtle Mountain. Oh, I just went there two, two, two weeks ago. It was so it's good. It's so good. It's, very it's so good. good. And oh. the waitress really won me over. Her name's Nicole. Mm. Oh, and I was having a hard her time. I her I don't care for. But the food. I was really impressed with her because I told her I was pregnant and I was having a hard time like choosing what I wanted to eat because everything looked good. So I was like choosing between chicken fingers and a barbecue burger. Okay. Because for That's whatever cool. reason. Yeah. yeah. So you know what she did? She got me two chicken fingers on the side of my barbecue burger. 
And I was the happiest pregnant lady you've ever seen. Now, oh no, they were so good. I, I went there and I got I got a French tip because it was like their special. And mm-hmm. I love French tip because mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, from somewhere near St. Louis. So that's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. It was so good. And the beer was so good and they had tons yeah. of awards. There was a little mm-hmm. bit of weight. But it was worth it. It's an old school. That brewery has been around a long time, man. It's like yeah, and like marble and that one and Lacumbe like, have been around. I feel like close to around the same as time. As much as like Albuquerque people mm-hmm. don't give Rio Rancho a fair shake. I'm sorry, where? Yeah, yeah, that's what? why. Who? I feel Who? like Rio Rancho has its good stuff and it oh, gets kind of overlooked. Well, sure. it, but it gets overlooked, and like Turtle Mountain was great. Like Turtle Mountain is awesome. We have a com- so one of the comedians has worked there for like 15 years, 10 years, yeah. something like that. Who's this? And huh? Who? Eddie Stevens. He's a oh, comedian okay. here. Um, and they they let him run a show there, and the owners treat him so well. And I think that's like reflected in how nice their staff is because they were great. They've been amazing. They were great. They, I don't think they have tap rooms either, do they? No, 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 it, no, it's just them and their restaurant, right. and, and, mm-hmm. and they're like, I want to get them on What's a BBQ now because no. they were so good. No, no, no. Oh, okay, Chris. I'm just okay, kidding. I'm no, sorry. No. <laughs> Turtle Mountain has been around, dude. Turtle <laughs> Mountain, is yeah, that's yeah, that's oh, uh, so James, been listening, so, man. So, James, James, James. we had the mayor of Tejeres, we had a poet from Taos. I mean, it's not uh, just ABQ anymore, yeah, well. We're mass communicating. What's here. up, New Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> All right, you called me out. I haven't been watching anything. Have you listened to the show, James? Have you listened to the show? No, he doesn't support anything I do outside of this. Like I do That's his stuff. I, I watch all of his shows. You jerk. His movies. His movies. <laughs> his movies. Like you guys watch all of my shows. I, I watch your shows. I know. Are you listening to my show? Um, but Turtle Mountain is in the Albuquerque Metro. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second, everybody. Somebody just texted or messaged. Anne O'Neill said Turtle Mountain is open. Where? Where? Anne O'Neill would know because she's part of the Brewers Guild. Yeah. Anne O'Neill, who needs to be congratulated for five years for Sidetrack Brewing. Congrats. Oh, I mean, for, people, for people that drink there, I don't. I, I, I don't. I don't go there anymore. Oh, oh mm-hmm. I mean, I was there yesterday, but uh, I yeah, don't, I, don't I, mean, go, I didn't go there today. Yeah. So just saying, Chris. Anne O'Neill. Uh, congratulations on five years. I was blown away. I was like, five years, man. I remember being. I was there day one. Day one. Can I just say, Anne? I feel like that's the gold standard. For yeah. local famous in Albuquerque, mm-hmm. if I walk in and my name is on the board yeah. for a free beer, I know that I have made it in Albuquerque. Is your name on the board? No. Oh. No. Oh. Ryan uh, Freeman, everybody. I'll, I'll put your name on the board. <laughs> no, no, no. Like I like that. That's like my gold standard. Like I know I have made it in this town <laughs> when my name is on that board. And O'Neill. It's true. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love that. I miss sidetrack. Oh man, girl. it's uh, it's funny because like I did that interview, like I said, with that uh, that blog, and they said, "Where's the place to go in Albuquerque?" Yeah. And I stupidly said, uh, "Sidetrack." So now it's going to be so packed, no. you can't get in. 
And I want them to be on What's of ABQ. So, Anne, like if, if you or somebody else you know wants yeah. to be on What's of ABQ, we oh. would love to interview you. Yeah, and uh, so Anne, What's Up ABQ is a podcast with Ryan and myself. So Anne will probably I'll I'll reach out to her. She'll probably say love yes. that. She'll probably I'd say love yes. Love that. We'll see. She might not. Please. I don't know. I don't know, Anne. Please, you know, if you can. She's you know, she's if pretty she's pretty big time now. No, no, I and I totally understand. <laughs> I'm just she's like one of the nicest people. Yeah. <laughs> but that's who we like for whether it's tendering or it's yeah. what's up. That's who we want to interview, anyways. Right. We want to interview like the good people, people yeah. who are doing the good things here in town. You know? So I would nice yeah. people who are doing good yeah. things. Yeah. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll end with it. It's really funny because like, uh, so Ming Chen joined the Brothers Podcasters yes. Guild. Yes. No yeah, he did. Yeah, he totally did. Yeah, totally did. And so then, like you know, like we're you know, it's so we're like a legitimate thing where. We are a business where we're like, you know, Southwest Labs comes in and yeah. they like pay us and we're like sending out to all the members. We're like, yeah, down, this down is growers market this too. is the this is like the here's here's what you need to do for your ad. They want someone to do a different ad for every like, you know, episode. And so Ming, he's like, I'm totally going to do one of them ads. And he does, man. And it, it was like, ridiculous. <laughs> like, I got to can I play it? Yeah, but go for let it. Let me go. Let me go, go find it. it like his is ridiculous. Yeah. His is like ridiculous. <laughs> uh, let me pull it up because it's so. Fun. I love Ming. He's one of my favorite humans. And it's so dumb because it's like he lives in New Jersey, and like, <laughs> none of this like because it's you know Southwest Labs is in New Mexico, and uh, it, it's just silly because it's like, all right, <laughs> that's funny. Let me pull it up. I want Ming is one of one of the only friends of mine that keeps checking in with me since I got pregnant. Oh yeah, he totally does. Yeah, yeah, he asks me about you. He's like, oh, I'll <laughs> like, oh, let me find this. Um, give me a second here. I send it to somebody, so I have to pull it up on their thing. But it cracks me up because it's not video; it's all audio. And <laughs> his is like the like was like the benchmark for me. I was like, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal his his he knows like what to do. Are you guys ready yeah. for this? Yeah, ready. Okay. Hey, what's up everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's comic book men. <laughs> Listen, I like to stay healthy. I like to know that my health is in tip top shape. So occasionally that means I gotta go to the doctor. Sometimes it includes getting some kind of medical lab testing. Now in the past, if I needed a test, I have to go make an appointment with a doctor, then they would send me to a lab. It would be a pain and it would take a long time. And I had always wondered, what if I could cut out that middleman? That's why I want to talk to you about the amazing Southwest Labs. Southwest Labs is located in Albuquerque, New Mexico and Las Cruces. And they make <laughs> medical lab testing simple. This allows me and you and anybody listening to this to skip the hassle of trying to make an appointment with your doctor. Southwest Labs offers a huge variety of tests, including allergy testing, STD testing, prostate screening, diabetes monitoring, and something that's very relevant right now, they offer COVID-19 testing, plus a lot more. So all you need to do is simply choose your test, go and get tested, get your result, and get a doctor's interpretation, and you could do this all virtually. It's pretty amazing. If you want to call them on the phone, you can reach them at 
Labs, that's L-A-B-S, or you can just visit them online at southwestlab.com, or you can find Southwest Labs on social media at Southwest Lab. Stay healthy, get those lab tests, and uh, do it hassle-free through Southwest Labs. <laughs> like, that's again, can I just talk about the bro podcast? Hold on, what, what are you saying, uh, Smiley? I said, did you just like steal that wholesale? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's like totally. <laughs> Go ahead. What are you saying, Ryan? Okay, so like, okay, again, co-founder and along with Chris here of the Bros Podcasters Guild. Yeah. If you're thinking about starting a podcast here in New Mexico or wherever. We can help you. And also, if you already have a podcast, we want to put you in our network. Um, yeah. Like, that's what it's about. Being able to... I just to- out Kurt Fletcher is part of the Podcasters Guild. Oh. Right? I don't know how I didn't know that. He's like my best friend. And the other day, I was like, part of the Podcasters Guild? He, he, yeah, because yeah. everyone did a different Southwest Labs. Mm-hmm. They wanted everyone to do a different one. Yeah. And I was going to steal Mings, and Eric's like, you can't. They want you to do your own. I was like, son of a bitch. I was like, that one. He already did it, man. <laughs> Eric would did. say that. He's, like, not, he did, he's that kind of jerk. He did the, I was like, he did the best one. I was like, why don't we well, just tell him? Just tell him, like, there's the commercial. So, so like, a year ago, this was just a dream. Uh-huh. And, and, and if I get on my soapbox, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Just skip back this, this next five minutes of it, spiel. I'm sorry. It was all a dream it was all a dream you used to read podcast <laughs> magazines. yes yes exactly you're reading my mind chris and oh, my uh, word. no no so like a year ago there was a ton of different you know discordant podcasters here in the state they're like man we need a regular space that doesn't have like you know helicopters going overhead like chris you happen you live downtown like, we don't need dogs barking. We don't need traffic going on. We need a, a dedicated professional space. Well, now we have that over at the B. Rupee building, thanks to HomeWise. Um, and, like, so the people that just signed up at the very beginning when we first launched back in November now have their podcast going. And it's so amazing to be able to hear new voices that have never been heard before mm-hmm. right here in New Mexico talking about whatever their, their various genre is. Like, Tendrick is special because it's been going for 14 years and like props, seriously, do you guys like seriously, like hats off props because that's, that's incredible. I only know one other person that's been going longer than you. And, and they're they from are? like New Who York. Who is it? It is uh, a design matters and you can fight with Debbie Millman, please throw down because um, New Mexico has an amazing tradition of storytellers, whether it's nonfiction or fiction, uh, whether it's like big names or small names or whatever. But the point is that everybody has a story and to be able to push those stories up to where everybody can hear it, like is an honor, it's seriously an honor. And, and to be a part of that is incredible. Um, I don't know what to say. If you're listening and you want to start a podcast, get a hold of guilt. And also like to these guys, if you haven't left a review for Tendrick Minimum, do it. Yeah. Seriously, no, no, seriously, because Thank like th- these guys are like your weekly entertainment, and they're real people, they're not yeah. like billionaires. I don't you know, <laughs> like, man, we, we, we give you two hours a week. Like, one time, like, yeah, did, one time we did like a uh, a show where for 10 we did a 10 hour marathon show. Oh my gosh, to raise money, crazy. And then someone was like, So, you raise money for yourself, and I was like, no. To buy equipment, 
Yeah. And they're like, well, why didn't you give it to me? I was like, well, first of all, do you listen to our show? And they go, yeah. And I go, you get two hours of free fucking entertainment yeah. every week. And all we ask is you help us make that sound better. And you're <laughs> complaining we didn't hand it off to someone. Well, and can I just say, like, if you're listening, if, if you're watching like a show, like, okay, say you love Archer or say yeah. you love like Rick and Morty, you got to wait a year. Year for new episodes to come out. Well, guess what? With podcasting, you don't. So, like, put your money where you actually give a crap. Yeah, you know, just hand like, us money on the no, street. No, oh. I, but I, I, I don't care. Seriously, do it. If you see like the mayor of uh, uh, of downtown Albuquerque walking around, or you see Holly out in Rear Rancher, you see Smiley out, you know, yeah. doing his movies, like support people that actually like make stuff that you listen to. Yeah, first like, of all, that's what's about. You see Holly. And she has on a ten drink minimum hoodie and a brewery shirt. I'm just saying, man. Shut your mouth. Yeah. You know, like like a onesie, whatever, man. The fuck up. Just hand her dollars and yeah. be like, thank you. Just hand me dollars or buy me a burrito. I will like, also take a burrito right now. <laughs> no. We will take golden pride burritos. Let, <laughs> let's be honest. Like, think about it. If you're listening, you're watching. Yeah. And you are a podcaster. What do you need right now? I mean, you need maybe like your next meal. You may maybe need a couple of bucks towards rent. You maybe need a couple of bucks towards like you know your electricity bill. Sure, like, absolutely. I need a lot of baby stuff I have to buy. Seriously, yeah. like, like if, if this is why you're listening, you're like, oh, it just it comes anyways. No, it doesn't. These no. are regular, normal people. Man, if you can spend fifteen bucks a month on on, on like Netflix or whatever, like. Ship yeah. these guys a couple of you know yeah. five dollar bills for something like this is what like the cutting bleeding edge of media is. This beer, like, this beer is expensive, man. Yeah, no, but yeah, haha. But like, no, no it, it is. is, it is, it is, you know, like and doesn't hand me free beers. If you love Tendrick minimum, yes. go support them you however you can, or yeah. at the very least. Like share their episodes. Let me let, let me be real honest. Yeah, it's, please. It's, it's real fun. It's real fun to do this show. I thoroughly enjoy doing this show. It is a ton of work. Ryan showed up. He's sitting in the studio. Yeah. You saw how much work I was doing before the show. Oh like, yeah. How, was I prepping before the show? Yeah. No, I came here thirty minutes before, what? and like we were still like up to the wire to get it well, down. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, I was in the throes of it, man. Yeah. No, I know. And that is fourteen years of seasoning. So that means like I can do it in a certain amount of time where people can't, but. There's a lot of work that goes into podcasting. Yeah. And, you know, I always say, like, you know, you know, people are like, listen to my podcast. And I'm like, well, you know, make it six months and I will. There's a reason for that because this is a passion. This is a love. Yeah. This is a thing. And it's hard. It's not easy to do. You know, yeah. you, you've got to, you, you know, first of all, A, you got to show up. B, you got to know what you're doing. And C, you, you've got to work a lot of time for free and when i say a lot of time um for me to break even on this show i have to make a shitload of money break even to break even break, to break even, even What's I, that? I have to make a lot of money to <laughs> yeah. break even and people well, are like, you've been doing it for 14 years yeah, yeah. yeah. seriously a lot. And, and, and to Literally. break even no 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 that's that's not that's even that's incredible i would have to make you know, thousands of dollars to break even. Well, like, think about, well, like, the person listening right now, what do you want to be paid yeah. in order to make a living? Well, there are three normal people on the show 
So times that whatever you think you should earn yeah. for making a living by three. Right. And, then, and this is what the show is. And, and we did a 10-hour show one time, and we made $500, none of which went to like us. It didn't go to us. It went to pay like the the to buy microphones, buy cables, to buy yeah. to pay for uh, the website that's a monthly fee, to pay for yeah. the the podcasting site that's a monthly fee. And it's like someone was like, "You didn't give that to charity." I was like, "I am the charity." We are the what charity. the fuck well, like, are you talking? Seriously, about? like each of you guys, Smiley, Holly, Chris, yeah. like. What is your knowledge worth for podcasting? Oh, absolutely insane! And then, and then people hit you up and they want that for free. It's like crazy. It's, it's like, and you know, you know I, somebody hit me up. So it's not just for podcasting; it's for musicians, it's for comedians. Yeah. Somebody hit me up yesterday and asked me to do a party at their house, do comedy for an hour and a half, which I can do, but it's also COVID times. Sure. Um, and they wanted to do it for, oh, well, we'll feed you and you can, you know, we'll give you some drinks. I feel like Fuck off on I, I, I've learned so much from writing and publishing books yeah. and like, like, okay, just get me out of here. So <laughs> it takes up to 10 years to write a novel. If it's like, say, mm-hmm. like 300,000 300, words, you need an editor. And that goes, you know, uh-huh. literally by the word. Um, it's like maybe five cents a word or something, but if you have a three hundred thousand word novel, that's a lot of money. And mm-hmm. then, and then you have the cover art, and then you have the marketing. And if you don't already have a background in marketing like I do, well, then you've got to find someone else for that. So, like yeah. with, with with podcasting, honestly, like with your talent and inherent skill, plus your marketing ability, plus uh, whatever other local connections you have. Man, that's gotta be worth at least a hundred thousand dollars per year. Easy. Yeah. Why are we not being paid that? Yeah. And why do people not think that that's what it's worth? Right. And that's why, like, I love the guild because, like, people come in now and they're like, "Hey, I yep. want you to teach me on podcasting." Oh, it's good that you want that, and I can just divert them over here. This is what exactly. it costs. They go, "Well, exactly. I don't want to pay for it." And I'll be like, "Well, then you don't want to do it." Yeah. Yeah. The guild is is stupidly cheap. Like yeah. it's ninety nine a year, or f- mm-hmm. like fifty, like what forty nine a year. Yeah. Like, like y- you pay what, like a mm-hmm. hundred bucks a month or one hundred twenty bucks a month to Amazon plus and plus Twitter, which is what right. like seventeen plus well, Hulu, which is and there you know twelve. Yeah. Like, if you want to actually support real artists, do it. Do it. Like, put your money where your mouth is. If you're listening to this show right now, at the very least, it costs you zero dollars. Give them a review. Or even better, if you hear about the, a place that you really that you decide to go try and you really enjoy it and you start drinking beer there all the time, tell them that you heard it from us. No, that also I mean, helps us too. That's yeah. literally why I go to El Rey. It's literally because of you guys. Tell like, them. I was like, you know, and, and next time I go for, for beer, I'm going to tell them, like, because I literally, when I stand Let at the cash register, your bumper sticker is <laughs> right there, and I see it every time, and I'm like, man, I wish what's a PPQ sticker was there, and, um, and like, I need to bring it, and I always forget, um, because I would rather support local, real people that I know versus mm-hmm. big, faceless corporations yeah. that have nothing to do with my hometown. Like, I would rather support local comedians and local actors 
and and local people who know what's going on where I live, because that's what I actually want to know. Who cares what Fox puts out or what <laughs> NBC puts out? Like, no, no offense, Smiley, or like you know, like whatever. Poor Smiley. No, like I have a job soon because of you. But like, there's a power in, in micro. I'm just kidding. And like, when we realize what's going on down the street matters literally to us. Mm-hmm. Like that's the change of the world. Awesome. I, I appreciate that. Mr. I, I, I gotta, I gotta cut you off. I mean, we're really over time. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I totally appreciate it. And I totally, I mean, I let you go. Cause I was like, well, he's saying he's preaching the gospel. I mean, he's telling <laughs> people, he's telling people the truth. He's like, he's laying it down. He's like trying to help us get some money rolling in here. <laughs> trying to keep the lights on. How long have you listened to, 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 yeah. to Tendrick minimum? It's been right. 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> Hayden Beer doesn't pay to keep the lights on, man. I've only been on like seven. Yeah. But still, seven years is seven years. Holly's been life. on what, two years now? It'll be three Ooh. years soon. Gravy. Yeah. Good Lord. Congrats. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I guess. I guess. I guess that's the thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I will get down off my soapbox now. Ryan's on a soapbox. I'm again. sorry. No, I'm I sorry. appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had and a good time I've been tonight. wanting to for forever. So yeah. So okay. uh, everybody who's got anything to promote, anything else? Um, send me your Pokemon trainer things on Instagram because I'm trying to get some Pokemon. I know. I'm such a. I know. I know. I know. Hamster and I literally paid for an event yesterday because we're such nerds. Oh no, my my one of my friend Marty, he goes to barbecues with like his team. His I, what do they call them? The different uh, factions, the team. team they have like team. Well, well no, no, no. Every, there's different. Uh, like, come on, man. What's that? There's red, leaves? blue, and yellow. Yeah, yeah, red. but that's not what they're called. That's not what they're called, though. I'm that's, the yellow team. It's not. They don't go by the colors. Come on. What's what's the names? What's the names? I don't know because we go off of color. Like during events, you go off of color. So like yesterday, I was green, and hamster was red. So we can trade Pokemon. Hold on. <laughs> like power magic, it's like mystic. It's valor, and it's okay. instinct. I'm instinct. I, okay. Did I just have to nerd you guys? You guys are yes, very yeah. good. Hey, I don't know. I haven't played since like Hannibal in a small town, okay. so it's easy well, to play. I just called the I'll call the Pokemon police on you guys. Oh, okay. You guys are going okay. To jail? Hey, I want to be the very best. Okay. Like no one ever was. Because like people are like, oh, you're team Valor. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that means. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm not. You don't play. You after the show, I want to talk to you. Me? I don't know. Uh, Is your name Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear what you said. All right. <laughs> I'm done with this mess. You guys have tested me. We're doing our job. I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> right in your house. I, I feel like we have thoroughly irritated Christopher. So we have. <laughs> it when I had, to, I had the Pokemon explain to you guys. <laughs> I was fucking. I, I can't believe that it happened. <laughs> you had to pokey explain me, and Hamster's going to be pissed. Uh, it's Team Valor, Team Instinct. We made work for his show this yeah, time. Yeah, I had to Google that shit. No, I'm not Oh, happy. man. He had to right. Google. Anne is probably embarrassed. Watch. <laughs> that is uh, you have to pretend like you can't sing anymore? There Son. we go. 
pitching James. Is, yes. James is uh, blind, like, what do you call it? Uh, joking. What, what? I don't even know what to yeah, say. This I'm is done. why I listen to the show I'm right here. I'm done with it's this. Great. Oh, my God. I can't see. Oh, wait. Oh, man. Yeah. I like how you're making fun of, like, our, our handicaps. That's fantastic. James. There are no glasses here. Just I'm think, good. James, in 10 years, this probably won't age well. They'll be like, oh. you guys remember what James from Yeah, Tinder but being ableist. Chris, how old I'm are you? I'm pretty sure I won't have gray hair, and my eyes will still be working. Man, mm. this Wednesday I'll be 33, so uh, you we'll know. see if they're working, James. We'll see if your eyes are working in 10 years. Mm. You're you're making assumptions. How old I am? Mm. I'll never tell you. You're assuming something. Hmm. We'll see how that goes. God, do you know how old I am? Fighting word, man. Just when you're like when you have the real glasses. The real glasses, as and you're opposed like, to the fake glasses. He, those are fake. His are fake. He's wearing. So wait, 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 Smiley. Why do you wear fake glasses? To make fun of us. That's like, what I'm trying like, to tell you. No, no, this like, to age no, no, Chris. I know your side of the story, Smiley. Why do you wear fake glasses? Oh no, he was right. I actually do it. Okay, no, 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 no. That's fine. I just wanted it confirmed by you. <laughs> you don't listen well because he. He's no, confirmed he I do listen, but I want to hear from him. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I bought them on purpose just so I could wear them on the show. Yep. yep. He doesn't have a lot. Of, he doesn't have money for heat, but he <laughs> has for. You can't pull up holes in my door. All right. It's cool. You can buy fake glasses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Priorities. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyway, thank <laughs> you guys for listening. Cost fucking five bucks. Thank you guys for listening. With that, we are Ten Drink. Minimum.com. Oh, sorry.